Hello. 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 Hello, how are you? Hello. I'm just testing out this voice. Hello, how are you? Don't know who it could be. Maybe a pretentious art critic. Oh, hello. Um, it came from a, an advert I saw on TV. Um, this woman speaking very strangely, but there you go. Oh, hello. It's not quite right. I'll keep practicing. How are you? Hope you're fine. This is the Shaggy Show. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. Oh, it's the Shaggy Podcast. Oh, there's going to be some drama ahead. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. I see your mental condition is improving. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? <laughs> Boy, he said all that shy is right. Shee! Blimey, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Hello, Paul. <laughs> quack, quack, quack. I do know how he does it. Excellent. Hello. Oh, my goodness. Bonjour et bienvenue au podcast The Shy Life. Hello. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of The Shy Life podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? Uh, I'm all right. So, what's this episode going to be about? Well, it's that time of year again. Uh, we're going to be looking back over the episodes that came out during 2023. Um, it'll be a two-part episode. So uh, uh, we'll just look at the episodes that came out between January and June. The good thing about this year is that there have been so many new voices on the show. And um, yeah, one of them will be showing up in, in just a moment. But uh, anyway, let's run the theme music. When we come back, we'll get started reviewing the first half of 2023. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yes, well, it's a positive thing, Paul. The High Life, the Shy Life. Um, I'll, I'll go anywhere for a potato. Delicious. Hello, campers. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you? Good gracious. Well, that's a good Oh, yippee. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, he hasn't found out my secret. Yeah, he has. I love the Eddie's best, it's my favourite thing. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to Yeti Andrew John's ankles as well. <laughs> I could eat more body weight in crisps <laughs> every day. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? It's all gooey and greasy and yum, 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 yum. Here comes the grizzly. It's the Shy Life Podcast. I can't wait for it to begin. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah. Look, mommy, I'm famous. <laughs> Marvellous. Marvellous, Paul. Hi there. So, listeners, I said we had a special guest, and we do. Um, can you guess who it is? Uh, uh, special guest, say something. Hi there. Could you guess who that was? Can you tell how wise he is? Yes, it's Levi the Wise. That's his new nickname. <laughs> um, Levi, the Levi the Wise. You are the wise. You are the wisest, Levi. Um, before we start talking about um, uh, the podcast this year, um, did you think back in January that 
you would meet such a weird and wonderful cast of people and and be dragged onto a podcast kicking and screaming. I mean, to be fair, you you weren't actually dragged into the show until after June twenty twenty three. But even so, um, what do you think? Did would would you have guessed it? Has it enriched your life? Um, to some extent. Yeah, I would yes. so. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that. Yes, um, I'm glad. I'm very glad it's enriched your life. Um, and um, uh, anyway, well, uh, Levi, it's time for you to sit back and listen as I uh, tell you and the listeners all about the episodes that we did in the first half of 2023. Um, and um, so, uh, if you're are you, are, if you're ready, are you are you sitting comfortably? Yes, I am. Good. Right. Well, uh, where should we start? Well, I guess we should start at the beginning. that was released in 2023 came out on the 5th of January. Now, I think I probably would have liked this out a little bit earlier. But if I remember rightly, at the end of December 2022, I was running out of hosting space for the month. And obviously, the podcast review episodes are pretty long. And I didn't have the space, which is why I think the last official episode of 2022 was a um, a short episode because I had space um, I, and um, I released an episode which was 602 but uh, that, that came between the two review episodes so yeah the first episode that went out was episode 603 it was a shy life podcast review of 2022 part two which we don't really need to talk about because well <laughs> but the first original episode of 2023 came out on the 10th of January. It was episode 604, our New Year 2023 Chatterbox show, which I guess, if things had worked out with the hosting space, would have been my ideal start to the year. There were lots of lots of guests. We had Troby and Lisa from around the archives. We had Uncle Warren from The Cinematic Sausage. We had Toppy Smelly from the Smellcast. We didn't have Nick in that episode, but we did have pre-recorded chats with Martin Holmes of Vision on Sound and Roughly on Tour, which were, in, which were inserted into the episode. And do you guys remember Sequest? That started in 93. Oh, Sequest, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Schneider. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And the Talking yeah, Dolphin. And yeah, the awful talking dolphin, and that there was a kid in it as well, wasn't it? Always a oh, kid. Always, always a kid. Yeah. <laughs> we had a diagnosis murder with Dick Van Dyke. Oh yeah. I mean Mary yeah. Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> you want Mary Poppins? Okay, now this strikes me. It must have come from the UK. It's called Wycliffe. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's Jack, Jack Shepherd. Shepherd, yeah. 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 Jack in Cornwall. Yeah. Possibly the most boring police series I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you said that. Oh, buy your drink for that, Lisa. 
What happens in it then? No, well, there were murders. Oh, it has the most depressing titles in the world. And and all the characters are made of wood. The only interesting episode I've ever seen had Louise Jameson in it. Yeah. And that's the only reason. Because it's Louise Jameson and she instantly made it better. Yeah. So. How about about Peak Practice? My dad used to watch that. That's, yeah, uh, that's Sam um, Morse's assistant, isn't it? Yeah, Kevin Kevin Waitley. Yeah. And um Um it what? says uh Gary Mavers, Simon Shepherd, Esther Coles, Mark yeah, it's, Jason. It's it's one of those series that had um quite a few cast lists. So it, it starts off with one lot of people because it was set in a in a doctor's surgery in a practice and then they would leave and different doctors would come along so it was quite a good series really in the fact that you could just keep reinventing it because you'd just get new actors as new characters in so and until it sort of ran out of steam at some point in the early 2000s i guess or the late 1990s you know what was super mega popular um here and just was oh god i don't know how many years all creatures great and small Oh, or creatures grunt and smell. Yeah. yeah that, uh, <laughs> that, no, I mean that, that uh, was that from the originally from the late seventies, but it yeah even it's came come and went. back brief. It's come back now, hasn't it's it? It's come back as a totally different. But that's um, uh, Peter Davison who played the Fifth Doctor. That's the thing that he was known for when he was cast in Doctor Who. He was he was um, known for, uh, for all creatures great and small. And I have to say, the new series is absolutely lovely and has got the absolutely wonderful Samuel West as Siegfried. And he's, it's, it's brilliant. It's, you know, just as good as the original. Following that, we had episode 605. Please welcome the mysterious Mr Pipes. That came out on January the 12th. And, um, well... Yeti Uncle John had a guest, uh, Reginald, Reginald Pipes, who he'd put up in his magpie hut because he was wandering out in the open air on such a cold day. Yeah, Yeti Uncle John uh, took him in and looked after him. And, uh, well, that was the beginning of a new friendship, but uh, we'll return to that. Hello. Hello, Poverty. Very nice to meet you. Uh, uh, were you out visiting your friend? Well, he's not necessarily our friend anymore. It's a long story. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's it's just a a little bit of, you know, um, we're sort of, I guess you could say we're in business together. We we do a podcast, like four of us, well, more than four of us, but uh, our friend is, uh, you know, one of the the team, and, well, uh, I think he might be leaving us. No, well, we're hoping not. Oh, how very sad. It's very sad when people fall out with each other. I know that because I've been through it recently. I really miss her. Really miss her. Reginald, we wondered if you might like to come out with us. Uh, we were going to go for an early dinner. Uh, Uncle John has a taxi. Oh, I, I, I thank you, but I, I don't really feel I'm dressed for it. We probably need a wash and brush up. Well, you can come back to my flat. You can have a wash and brush up now if you like. No, no, I just want to rest, I think. I just want to rest. Maybe another time. Perhaps I can use your bathroom tomorrow. Sure, sure. sure. I'm sure we can arrange that. Um, you'll be staying around for a bit longer. Well, I think so. 
I'm still hoping that things might work out with my friend. Well, if we can help you. Reginald, if we can help you. Yes, yes, uh, just let us know. Reginald, we can bring you back some some food for later, if you like. I still have those sandwiches. I haven't quite got round to eating them yet. Oh, well, if you're sure, I still have the flask of coffee. Well, um, yeah, you should, you should definitely ha- have something to eat whilst we're out. Yes, it's fine. Uh, but did Uncle John what are these books? Oh, yes, uh, the uh, present from Tallulah. A, a book about bird song and a book about uh, uh, bird art. Oh, how nice. Oh, well, that's very good, that's nice. Oh, uh, the books look nice. Well, you're welcome to have a look at them. Uh, uh, but, uh, uh, Reginald, uh, definitely have a look at them. Thank you, I might do. I think she's, uh, um, put a little, a little message or something, like, like, to get your Uncle John from... <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, she's cute. <laughs> she's funny. I like her. Oh, glad she's feeling better. Well, I suppose we better get off. You're going to be okay by yourself, Reginald. I'll be fine. Yes, fine. You run along and have fun. All right. Well, uh, I'll see you again. I wish I could invite you to sort of sleep over at my flat, but it's quite crowded at the moment. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. The magpies and I will just chat. Oh, yes, but it's been nice to meet you, Reginald. I hope things uh, work out for you. Yes, they will. They will. They will, won't they, Reginald? It's, uh, it's nice having him about, actually. It's nice to uh, better have conversations with somebody other than a magpie when I'm in this hut. <laughs> Our next episode was episode 606, Paul and Martin's mid-70s musical chitter-chat. And um, we talked about some of the big stars from 1975 and included bands like Mud, the Bay City Rollers, David Essex, and even Elvis Presley. Following that, we had episode 607, Shayeti's Lost Taped Voices from the Past. This was because Nick had um, uh, given me a load of new of, of recordings from my own archives that I didn't even know existed, and I decided to do an episode which was just, you know, chats with friends, some voices who we knew, some we didn't, and that included my brother when he was very young. And, um, yeah, even me on the local radio, I think, maybe. Well, I'm not kidding you now. I mean, this is real me, really me, not to my deep voice. And I, I, I really mean this, but uh, I am going to give you what I think is cultural entertainment for an hour. <laughs> um, it is, in fact, in the form of a guided tour of what goes in, on inside my mind if indeed anything at all. Yes, and, well, sit back and enjoy, if you possibly can, but you may have to force yourself a bit. Let the show begin. Where are we? We're here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, and so are you. You're Vevo, but I'm here. Or vice versa. Anyway. As I am. Oh, I'm trying to eat a packet of crisps at the same time. It's going to be difficult. Here we are. In case you're wondering, this delightful music is part of my granddad's record collection, so you can blame him. Wonderful, isn't it? During this hour of cultural entertainment, we'll be having 
this series of interviews with my grand, my grand, my granddad and my great uncle Brian, to be precise. So, so I try my best to ignore it, and and I expect you are too. And wake up, thank you. And um, excuse me. And, um, sorry. I have been attempting to discover the meaning of reality. If indeed it does exist, because it might not, I don't know. And I have asked several people what they think. <coughs> sorry, I should not speak with my mouth. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. What if my granddad fully knows what monstrous things he holds? Anyway. <coughs> Next up, we had episode 608, The Two Faces of Coconut Jim. This was an episode with Uncle Warren, and we discussed the TV of 1963 and 1979. But um, we also ran into Yeti Uncle John's friend, Coconut Jim, more than once. But they didn't look the same. Hmm. Mysterious. In August, Ready, Steady, Go premieres. Oh, no, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ready, Steady, Go listeners was, for those who don't know, there was a pop programme. That was, it was, I was going to say, it didn't, it, it, it predates Top of the Pops by about a year, doesn't it? Top of the Pops it, started yeah. in 64, so I was sort of thought it would have been their reaction to Top of the Pops, but that's not the case. Um, 1963 to 66 was Ready, Steady, Go. Yeah, yeah it didn't last, but... Uh, um, they always had these hip hip names, didn't they? Ready, Steady, Go. Yeah. Uh, the 6-5 special, uh-huh. which yeah. I always used to think is... That's a ridiculous... Did you, was it on a... Six five was it six minutes past five? Mm. Uh, and there's this terrible clip of the six five special with um, what turned out to be a BBC Radio Two radio presenter later on in the years uh, in years to come because they all sort of jumped from there. And he does this terrible hi, welcome, it's time to jive on the old six five. And he's like pulling a funny face, and you're thinking the BBC had no idea. <laughs> how to do pop programmes whatsoever. Ready, Steady, Go was um, an ITV programme as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, apparently it was um, it, it was cancelled when it was still popular because the beat boom was was failing. But, I mean, oh. whatever it was that... Um, well, the type of bands that were popular in 63, uh, all of them were still around and had evolved. You'd think the show would just evolve to whatever the music had evolved into but um, uh, but there you go they yeah, had the Beatles on it like most people had the Beatles on them in the early 60s but who had the Beatles on? yes he squashed my favourite Beatles yeah. and they were playing won't be long you can't do that and can't buy me love yeah. wow and and the the, the, the legend that they played because um, that they tagged onto the um, the programme was the weekend starts here it was one of those Friday evening programmes for the young people. Like TFI Friday, but much earlier. <laughs> What's TFI I stand for? Thank goodness it's Friday. Yeah. Mm. Well, that would be tedious. Thank Flip, it's Friday. Mm. 
Next up, we had episode 609, Behind the Camera, Back in the Noughties. This was a chat with Nick about making films in the early noughties uh, with our friends. Sort of anecdotes about making films or um, at an amateur level back in the day. We'd done Smile Again in 2002. 2003, I realised it was going to be were two significant things. One, I was getting married. And two, um, it was going to be 10 years since Prison in the Sun, 10 years since we'd been making the film. So I, I wanted to do something a bit special. Now, the previous feature-length one I'd done, Run Fast in the World, I had come in for a bit of flack about the length of it and the complexity of some of the ideas and but i knew in my heart of hearts i wanted to do another feature length adventure and um and with a bit of intrigue and things like that and we've been to a convention did you go to the sunmakers convention with me um i can't remember now but uh, it was a attended, very very to, it was a bit of a pokey convention there the uh, we were all you know the the guests were kind of awkwardly stuck and it was it was badly put together but they put a fan video up and it was a very fan-based kind of Dalek zapping things, and it was computer technology. I thought, well, really, I could, you know, I could do this. You know, I, it's not super wonderful CGI. Um, and I, I sent them an idea because they were looking for ideas, and they just sort of sent me a letter back, patting me on the head, and saying this is our next event, which I wasn't very, mm. <laughs> wasn't very impressed with. But it got me thinking um, for this film for 2003 what could i do could i get away with doing a science fiction story uh, if it wasn't too alieny and no spaceshipy and you know you, it, it relied on the ideas rather than the effects mm. and i i thought yeah yeah let's see where we go with this and I, unlike smile again it, it developed not i'm not dishing smile again it came out very well but um it's the ideas i worked up a lot quicker with this and Andy was originally going to play a smaller part um and he, he eventually he was living with us at the time so he eventually got promoted to a bigger part um but it I thought I'd like to bring Carol Parkinson back because he she was the character in Prison in the Sun and Elaine once said that she'd been prepared to come back now Elaine and Keith had kind of our friends had, had sort of not, had gone off the idea of being on in films um, but I, I, I approached Elaine at the time and said, if I was to ask you to come back as Carol, what would you be prepared to do? And that gave, that gave me a perimeter to work with, uh, perhaps get some ideas. So I had basically had the idea of her maybe being a kind of like a, a Doris Stokesy guru. She'd become a cult figure, quite officially disgraced because of her time in Sutton Park and the fact she'd gone a bit crazy. Um, but... Um, somebody with, who was a cult figure, a bit like David Icke, uh, you know, who some people derided, some people actually went to for advice. Um, then I came up with the lead character um, who became Oliver Darlington. And I thought, well, you've got to put the two together. They're just screaming. It's just screaming out for it. And I realized I wanted to do, uh, go a little bit further with Carol than Elaine perhaps would have been comfortable with. So I cast Nikki Angel, who I've been in productions with, um, Carol, Carol was brought back in a in a modern setting. Next up, um, episode six hundred and ten. This was the uh, last episode of January, and it came out on the last day of January. And it was called Yeti Uncle John and the Magpie Naming Ceremony. Uh, this is this is something we've been talking about for a while. 
Itianku John wanted to name his magpies officially because they, well, to this point, they'd never been properly named. And Itianku John was very keen that Toppy Smelly be like the, the um, I, I don't know, the, the, the naming guy, I suppose. And, uh, and Bettina was also there doing her sort of mystic impression, for want of a better description. Being like a clairvoyant, a sideshow, but actually it, it led to more mysteries than we ever expected. Oh, Toppy, you did really well. That was a lot of magpies. I think that was about 80 in the end you had to do. Yeah. You had to do do it in um, shifts, didn't you? I did. I did. I I, I hope I... You know, I hope that was okay, but I was yeah, I was yeah. all I could do. I barely lasted till the end. Oh no! I mean, I, at the end, I was saying Peter and Jane, oh, well, and yeah. like you know, Spot. That was the worst <laughs> one. I, I like Spot. <laughs> oh well, you know, he did have spots on his wings, but uh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, well, there's plenty of food. I mean, it's going to be going on for a while. Um, I must introduce you to. Uh, there's a few people I want to introduce you to, but. I'm, uh, I don't think you. The, um, Yeti Uncle John's got um, this um, fellow staying with him at the moment. Uh, oh. He was um, like a. Well, we found he was found wandering in the bad weather. I think he was a traveller. Um, and Yeti Uncle John's put him up. Uh, his name's Reginald, Reginald Pipes. But I haven't met him many times myself, but he should be around here somewhere. Oh. Well, it's a good thing I didn't name one of the magpies Reginald because that would have been confusing. Yeah. Oh, you, you must um, you must come over to the fortune teller's tent. Uh, Patina's oh. doing fortunes, so. Uh, uh-huh. um, yes, but, uh, but but get yourself some more food, and then I'll 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 show you where she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, 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 Paul. Yeah. One last thing, it's really hard to tell with magpies, but to be honest with you, I couldn't tell if any of them liked or disliked their names. It's hard to tell. So I just it. hope, yeah. Yeah, they're probably going to have to take it in. You know, they'll it'll it's got to sink in, isn't it? Maybe, maybe they have to mull it over. Yeah, because I'm not sure what uh, mulling magpies sound like. Anyway, it's hard to tell. Okay, food. Yes, come right, on. I'll be with you in a minute. Come over here. Next up, uh, our first episode of February, released on the sixth of February, was episode six hundred and eleven. Shy Yeti's 42 Books and Counting. Now, this is an episode I'd recorded with Toppy, and um, it was about the 42 books that I'd read in 2022. Now, I don't know um, if that's a lot or not, but obviously I've got the time at the moment, so I've been reading a lot, and I just thought it would be fun to talk about the books I'd read. Uh, autobiographies, um, serious books, scary books, all sorts, and... Um, read quite a lot of books this year too and hopefully i'll be doing an episode with toppy about the books i read um in 2023 i read two stephen king books but they were shorter ones and they were in his kind of they were supposed to be more crime um mm-hmm. one was called later and one was called joyland and they were both written i think in the 2010s mm. um the thing is, I really enjoyed them, but they were both in a sort of crime imprint rather than horror. But they both had a certain amount of horror, sci-fi sort of in them. So uh, I, I kind of thought I, I wouldn't say that they were 100% crime because Later definitely had a character who was had a, a boy who 
sort of got premonitions about things, bad things that were going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. and, and Joyland was about a um, a fairground where a murder had happened. And again, the, the character was kind of trying to find out, oh, well, they never found the killer at this mm-hmm. fairground. So it was more than just crime, which is probably why I, I really enjoyed them both, because they they weren't deadpan 100% crime that they still had the Stephen King touch the thing about Stephen King I find these days is that I, I'm a bit put off by the really massive long ones mm. probably the, the ones I've not read yet uh, mm. there are quite a few of his I've not read which are massive and I, I and I, I I think in a way reading them digitally kind of you forget that they're massive um, yeah uh, it breaks it down a bit you know you, you cannot face by this enormous book that you're carrying yeah um, I uh, attempted uh, I've read a lot of King Probably more than any other author, because, you know, um, uh, I, I only say it that way because, you know, there are a hell of a lot of authors out there and a hell of a lot of books. And sometimes I'm a little embarrassed that I've read so much King. <laughs> I mean, he's popular. I get it. I, 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 I can't think of anything I've read of his that I didn't like. But it's like, come on, expose yourself to someone else. Besides King, anyway, uh, I I I tried to read The Stand, and and I got so far, and I, I just never finished it. It's the only long one I've ever tried to tackle. Next up, episode six hundred and twelve, released on the eleventh of February, Shayeti and the Mystery of the Queer Cove, the Queer Cove being a bar where we suspected that. Um, uh, August Evans, when he'd been Damius Twinklehorn, we suspected that he'd worked there. This was all part of the hunt to sort of discover what uh, Damius was getting up to when, in those missing six months or so, um, back when he, he lost his memory, and back before he arrived in Pickle Hollow, thinking he was August Evans. Well, I guess he was August Evans, and he has been ever since, pretty much. We have what? specials of the day oh, yes. and special drinks at the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. What were you saying? No, I was going to say I wouldn't mind a, a, a Manhattan. Uh, if, if, if I, I, I quite like. I, I'm feeling in a cocktail mood today. But. All right, James, a Manhattan, please. Yes, it'll be coming up. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I think a friend of mine may have worked here uh, for six months. Oh, uh, possibly, possibly. Uh, two or three years ago. Um, uh, his name's August. Well, actually, that's his um, August Evans. But he—that's he, his. Uh, um, well, sort of his—I would say his stage name. But uh. he's actually an artist. He's, he, he gave up acting, and he's become an artist. But he was an actor uh, again. Ah, yes. Artists, actors, they're a similar breed. We have them all here. Yeah. um, uh, So I guess you wouldn't necessarily have known him um, as uh, August Evans. No, Um, I don't believe I've heard that name. No, but what about um, Damius Damius Twinklehorn? Um, That's that's his name. That's his stage name, anyway. Um, Oh, uh, no, I don't think so. I, I don't believe so. Uh, I was just, um, yeah, he, he just mentioned working in a bar in this area and uh, we found um, we found some uh, bar mats. I guess maybe he was, perhaps he, perhaps he worked in a different bar but used to come in here. He had some of your bar mats anyway, your beer mats, I mean, um, uh, with the Queer Code logo and everything. Um, oh, well, 
they do get put out when they get old and some people take them, but well, perhaps he's at one of our rival bars. You might check there. Oh, actually, I, I, I mean, I, in case he was a customer, not not a um, not, not not one of your employees, I've got a there's a, there's a photo of him. There. Actually, there's one or two there. Of, um, I, do you don't recognize? I mean, of course, you might recognize him from seeing him on stage at some point, or um, oh, possibly, possibly. Well, if you have a photo, let me see. Yes, there you go. Yeah. Oh, no, I've never seen him in my life. I, he's never been here. Mm, I noticed you have a lot of photos around on the walls of uh, you know some of your your former clients. Uh, oh yes, very interesting, very interesting. Oh, they love to get on the walls here. Mm. Yeah, I noticed there was one from um, uh, like a, 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 a sort of, I don't know if it was a summer party or or, or some sort of party, uh, and I could have sworn that. Uh, Damius was in that photo. But oh, what here? Oh, I doubt it very much. He was wearing a queer cove like apron. He wouldn't do if he was a customer, though, would he? You'd have well, to be a. Surely you'd have to be a member of staff to have one of the uh, actual aprons that, like your your barman over there is wearing. Well, of course, but uh, I tell you, I've never hired such a person. Yeah. <sighs> It's just... So, I, I, if, if you'd like a seat, uh, yeah. or at the bar... Um, it's, it's just that... Um, it's, yes. a bit of a mystery, it's a bit of a mystery, my friend. Um, you see, he he, uh, he he went missing for six months, and uh, uh, and then later he, he sort of emerged on the art scene um, in, 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 a, in a completely different part of the world, and... Uh, um, yeah, we're just trying to trace as to what happened to him. Oh, how, how interesting, yes. And, and it, it would seem like whether you remember him or not that he he worked here. Um, have you not been the landlord very long? Oh, yes, since its founding. Well, actually, my father started it. It's been around a long time. But no, no, I... I know of no uh, this Damius or this uh, um, what did you call him? Damius Trinklehorn. Yeah. Uh, but another name? Uh, August Evans. But that was the name he took on later when when he was uh, uh, becoming an artist. So, oh yes. Or you would only have known him as as Damius. Uh, Actor to artist. I understand. Well, this sounds like you've got quite a mystery, but. Uh, um, As you can see, there's still room at the table, yeah, or if you wish, the bar. Following that, on the 13th of February, we had episode 613, Tallulah's Great New Love. It was our Valentine's Day special. Um, somewhere along the way, Yeti Uncle John's guest, Reginald Pipes, had been introduced to Tallulah, and the two of them had rather fallen in love, and they went on their first date. But, um, well... Things aren't quite as simple, and Cromartie um, Yeti Uncle John kind of had their own date too. So yes, find out how they got on. Tallulah, Tallulah. Oh my darling, is it tea time? It is, yes. Martin just called me in. He's going to take me back straight after tea. Straight after tea? Yes, he seems keen that, uh, you know... Oh darling... 
He did ask if I'd be staying over, but I said, no, of course not. Oh, well, you know, he'll get used to it. Yes, he'll get used to it. But will he get used to the truth, Tallulah? No, we don't need to tell him the truth. He doesn't need to know about that. No, no, I suppose not. But I don't like lying to people. No, but it's not, it's not, it's, you know, it'll be fine. It'll be fine, my darling. I, I, I believe you, Tallulah. I, I believe you. It'll be fine. It'll all be fine. Uh, what'll be fine? Uh, I'm just saying to Tallulah that uh, I'll be going home after, after, after tea. It's very lovely of you to take him home, dear. Uh, no problem. No, no problem. <laughs> you two whispering in corners. <laughs> you think you were trying to keep secrets? No, don't be silly, my dear. No, no, not at all. Let's have tea. Next up was episode 614, released on the 16th of February. Shayeti presents the awesome, incredible Matt Chat. Now, I was saying earlier how I've had a lot of uh, new guests this year, and Matt was one of them. Matt was probably my first new guest of the year. A new friend I met on a chat forum, and we've been sending messages and keeping in touch. And I managed to talk him into uh, uh, recording answers to some questions I sent. We didn't do a Skype chat, and I recorded questions, sent them to him, and he recorded the answers and returned them. And although we never chatted in a conventional way, the episode turned out really well, I think, and uh, it was an interesting way to do an episode. And uh, I think Matt gave some good answers, and, and it was a successful edition of the show. So my taste of music is... A little bit all over the place. So when I was a uh, teen, I listened to a lot of punk, rock, and metal music. Um, that sort of fizzled out a little bit. Um, so I still like rock and punk. Not so much a metal fan anymore. But I'm also a sucker for a good acoustic music being that a piano or someone who plays the guitar or something like that so my favorite band of all time basically would be Rise Against which is a punk screamo band I'd say in the past they had more screamo screams than uh, than they have now they they got a little bit mainstream um, with their new albums, which is okay, basically, right? Uh, people have to live and feed their families. So that is that. Um, because I basically grew up on Sum 41 and Blink-182, which are still great bands to listen to today, I really like the new direction Machine Gun Kelly is going with this um, pop-punk music. It really reminds me of the the old days, and he has some catchy tunes mixed within it. So that is like a newer band I like to listen to. There are also some classics I obviously like, like Queen. Uh, because of my mom, I basically can sing along to every ABBA song that was ever produced. Other than that, on a daily basis, I listen to a lot of uh, gaming music, 
played on a piano because gaming music itself is made so that the player can hear it over and over again uh, without being annoyed by it. So I could listen to the Super Mario theme song for hours without, you know, getting annoyed. And if you play that on a piano or anything, I could listen to that while studying or writing or working. So, uh, yeah. And obviously, um, um, because I watch a lot of anime, right? The intros, they're always catchy and uh, always being being done by huge bands over in Japan. So uh, you have some high quality music there too. Even if I don't understand a single word that these people are singing, I still have fun, right? So yeah, that is that. Next up on the 19th of February, we um, released episode 615, Shayeti's further lost voices rediscovered. This was another um, uh, collection of messages and audio tapes and chats and sketches recorded, you know, 30 years ago or more from my recently converted archives. At one point I had planned to do an episode like this every month, but we just got so busy with other voices and new voices and new collaborations and and stories and all sorts so i still intend to release more episodes from the archives but um i'm not quite sure um when that'll be uh i mean i didn't originally intend for there to be so few sudden park clips during 2023 but that's the way it's gone partly because i started releasing shorter chats with with guests as sort of the bits between scenes uh that sort of space that i used to put sudden park in and will do again but at the moment it's been working well having sort of shorter chats with people so i'm all for the show evolving and changing and going down different routes and um obviously i want to put more sudden park on but um we did have a quite sudden park heavy year in 2022 because it was the 30th anniversary so i did put um some new episodes well new old episodes up on youtube around the 31st anniversary this year in fact i put material recorded on the second anniversary of the show anyway next up on the 21st of february i released episode 616 the birthday twins rule okay this was the first episode that involved andy the birthday twin and um he really is my birthday twin born the same day the same year and um also has a very good taste in old TV, uh, particularly Australian TV, such as Prisoner Sablock 8, Sons and Daughters, Young Doctors, Cop Shop. We talked about all of those and um, got on really well. I've known Andy for a while, but we'd never spoken until we recorded that episode. And I heard that he, he had been a guest on another podcast concerning Prisoner Sablock H. And I sort of said to him, oh, if you're already doing podcasting, you've definitely got to be on my show. And... Uh, he was really up for it and this was the first episode and i think we've done three more since then one just about our common interests another about young doctors and sons and daughters again and another about turning 50 and things like that and i'm pretty sure he'll be back again in 2024 Because of liking Doctor Who, I had loads and loads of pen friends when I was in sixth form. Some of them went overseas, some of them in the UK, and some of them became actual friends and ended up in Sutton Park. And, and But the ones who lived in different areas, 
I would ask if they would video prisoner wherever they were so I could see oh, wow. a, a little bit ahead because I was excited. Or, or if I went to visit them, I'd be like, do you mind if I stay up and just watch prisoner? <laughs> oh, I remember, I remember going to Blackpool uh, on a family holiday and um, shocking my whole family by demanding that rather than us going out, I wanted to stay in and watch prisoner because <laughs> you could get Granada and HTV. So there were two, two episodes and I think they're on, on different nights. Um, and it was like, come on, we need to, and it's like, no, I want to stay in and watch this because Granada are like three years behind central and, and HTV are even further behind. So, um, yeah, it's, it, I've really got, and, and that seemed to be the thing then the different regions did have a lot more variation in what they mm. showed, didn't they? Yeah. Following that, we released episode 617. Once again, it's also terribly random. This was an episode with Nick. We were doing another random word episode. This time we talked about the words drive, mirror, physics, uh, deviation, pride, and high. And um, it was confession time again. But, uh, well, you'll have to listen to that episode to find out more. We, we also did, later on in Sutton Park, we, we did... A spoof on the film Candyman. Yeah, we had people saying like Sutton Park four times or three times, however yeah. I many it was, in, into a mirror, and then some horrible face loomed out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so, that's the way to talk about Danny. Mirrors, uh, mirrors, <laughs> are, mirrors are always um, good for. I always remember um, mirror-wise. Um, I think my association would be with filming too because um, they were always a useful device when you were trying to get round a shot uh, and also when we did One More Bow which is my sort of comedy ghost story um, I needed to do a shot where um, Louise who was playing with one of the sick, uh, girls had to put a put a hand through something and um, they, you know had to go through I think we, we didn't use. I think it was a big pain of glass. It didn't. The shot didn't work. I never used it in the end. But uh, and also there was a shot where um, one of the characters, one of the live characters, was talking into a mirror, and uh, we had to make sure that he, he's doing a quote or something, and the ghost answers back. So we didn't. We needed to make sure the ghost wasn't in shot. <laughs> Following this, our last episode of February was released on the 28th of February, episode 618, being oh so super at the local supermarket. Now, I managed to get myself a little secondment, very brief secondment, at a local supermarket, uh, Kapow Supermarkets, uh, where Cromarty works part-time, and um, yeah, met some of the staff there, and many of the regulars popped in. I was doing research for a writing project, but uh, yeah... Um, all very interesting, all good fun. This was the same supermarket we'd taken Yeti Uncle John at the end of 2022, when he'd had his fructophobia. Yeah, I said fructophobia. Um. Hello, hello. Uh, are you my new intake? Uh, yes, uh, I'm Paul the Shy Yeti. This is Cromarty. Hello, <laughs> I think I recognised you. Well... A lot of people say that, yeah, yeah, well, people come and shop in the shop, you see, and then they see you and they begin to think they know you. Yes, we were here looking at fruits not so long ago. Yes, we were. We had a friend with us who was a little bit scared of them, or at least that's what he told us. Oh, 
you get quite a lot of them actually. You get quite a lot of people say they're scared of fruits. Sometimes they're scared of vegetables. I mean, it's either one or t'other. Oh, there was a man in the other day. Oh, scared of vegetables he was. I showed him a carrot and he, he ran screaming from the supermarket. I didn't realise he didn't like vegetables. Blimey, I felt bad. Oh, well, <laughs> these things happen. Oh, don't they just... I'm sorry, I haven't told you my name. It's Wilson. Wilson Comet. Wilson Comet. That's a good name. I like that name. I know. My mother was into space and stuff. Oh, and she liked uh, Harold Wilson. He's a prime minister, wasn't he? He was quite a long time ago. Yeah, I know. She had pictures of him on her wall and everything. Oh, uh, well, very distinctive. I don't think... I'm not as old as him. I wasn't born in the 60s or anything. Uh, no, but she liked him. She always liked him. She liked him to the day she died. Well, not that she's died yet, but... Well, anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, which one of you's the writer? That that lad'll be me. Oh, right, OK. Do you two know each other, then? We do. We, we actually live in the same house, but uh, we did not know that we were going to both be here at the same time. Oh, that's funny. Oh, it's very, that's funny, Days. It's very funny. Yes. Oh, right. So, you'll be pushing him around in a trolley because your legs aren't working. Is that right? My, my legs, they're not working too well, no. I mean, but I'd better do work on the till. If I could talk to a few people. Yes, yes. We're all quite excited quite excited about it yeah oh well yeah um and you uh mr a uh, cromity yes yeah well yeah, uh so you'll be pushing him around but obviously um we'll be training you as well uh so and then yeah that gives you a chance to watch and see how things go mr writer yeah that would be great yeah then you can go on the tills sort of this afternoon or something Cool, cool. I, I like the sound of that. Oh, yes, uh, I like the sound of that too. All right, then. Right. Well, let me take you to the areas where you can leave your stuff, you know, your coats and your and your handbags and stuff, all right? Ah, oh, right, good. Yeah, thank you. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. It's no playground, though. This is where you're working. You're working hard. Oh, yes, I know. I, I, I will be only working part-time, as you know. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> we like to work the part-time is even harder. Oh, yes, of course. I'm here to work. I'm glad to hear it. Right, come on, then. Follow me. He seems nice, Paul. Yeah, he does. Very, very, very um, uh, nice. <laughs> Next, we find ourselves in March 2023. Our first episode was released... On the 3rd of March, uh, episode 619, woo, it's a big welcome for Jakey the Gamer. Um, that was a chat about sort of being a, a gamer to the point where you're making money from gaming. Uh, my friend Jake, and um, yeah, he was, he was an interesting guest. Uh, because, you know, as you know, I, I play a lot of Fortnite. And um, yeah, it's interesting to meet people who almost do gaming as a as a living to a certain extent or certainly uh make money through um advertising etc and um yeah some of the good points and bad points about being in that situation how's the what's the furthest 
country or whatever that your listeners, not your listeners, your viewers? Um, I'd say the furthest is New Zealand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a viewer, yeah, who I've only met, I think I've known for about two months now. Yeah, he lives in New Zealand. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, that's the furthest. Obviously, I've got a lot of people in the UK. I've got yeah. a couple of, I've got a viewer from um, Denmark. I've got uh, viewers from America. I've got, uh, I I have two from Japan. I've got a listener from Japan who's a fan of Dealey, my cat. Um, he he always comments on because Dealey sometimes appears on the podcast and he um, he he was oh Dealey sounds like he's uh, he tweets me and says oh Dealey sounds like he's very well today and and uh, <laughs> and he's bought he bought one of my I have some I have a Patreon but I also have a Red Bubble account and I did I did a did some with with Dealey on or there was a logo with me and Dealey and and that's why there's a clock one of the the merchandises was a clock and um. Uh, and uh, yes, he he he's got so he's got a uh, he's got me and Dealey on a clock in Japan. It's it's amazing. Oh, that's cute. That's really cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you find that uh, your viewers are more just interested in that you you are you are the main thing, and they don't mind what you play, or do some people only only turn up for certain days? Or um... there nowadays, I'd say I've more got a community that love watching me for me. Yeah for the person I am. But when I started, the community I had were only interested in Dead by Daylight. So yeah. if I, let's say, for example, I was going to play, I don't know, like Mario Kart. I, I did a Mario Kart stream back a couple of weeks after I first started. Um, when I was doing Dead by Daylight originally, I had I used to have about, um, this is about when I first started streaming, I, I think I had about 15 viewers at one point. And then when I did a Mario Kart stream, my viewers literally only had, had about four viewers the entire stream. Yeah. And that that is a huge drop mm. in viewers. And I think at that point it was like, wow, so if I if I only play Dead by Daylight, you're gonna watch me and and now I've got a community of people that generally just love me for like me. Like yeah. it's nice to now get out of that and I've had to tell people like don't get yourself trapped mm. in that environment of playing just one game. Like get to know people by playing other games or you know play other games yourself and i've I've had to tell people like it should be your stream about you not about what game you're playing next up we had episode 620 musical appreciation with a foul monkey Uh, this saw the return of adam from foul monkeys as a guest we talked about music and music that had come out in the first quarter or so of 2023 We've had Adam on the show before, and um, it uh, was nice to have him back, though, for a proper chat, because we hadn't had a proper chat for a good while. And, of course, there, there is more to be said on this matter, more to be said about music with Adam. But, uh, yeah, it was really good to catch up with him on this occasion. The next one is another one that you introduced me to by Louise, who used to be an Eternal, but obviously she's had a solo career far longer. But I think you said it was from a new Greatest Hits album or something. Yeah. Um, It's called Super Magic. And I think I heard it and I thought, ooh, Sheena Easton, 80s Sheena Easton. Um, Yeah, um, I definitely hear that. And I think you mentioned a little bit of Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's, it's... Again, very, 
very catchy. If 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 she'd have released that in the nineties when she was having, uh, or maybe even the early noughties when she was having hits, it yeah. would it would have, um, yeah, it, it it's got this. She looks very. Oh, there's a video for that one, isn't there? Because some of these things they don't always have videos. Um, I think so. Yeah. I'm bad at watching the videos. <laughs> I, I've been pleasantly surprised by the last couple of things that Louise has put out. Mm. She's um, she's certainly not resting on her laurels, so to speak. No. I can't remember now whether it was you or somebody else who recommended when she last did an album. I'm pretty sure I listened to that as well because it had a lot of sort of good press. Not that, that means anything in the chart terms, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we did. Um, Heavy Love. It was about three years ago. Mm. Had some mm. good stuff on it. Because um, you know, I, I, sometimes I try and forward the uh, the what do they call it? Pass it on or whatever. So, so if, if you recommend me a song, then I might try and recommend somebody else who I think will like it. But uh, I, I sent it. I sent it. I sent. I think I sent the Dream Beats and Louise at the same time. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they like the Dream Beats, but they're a bit sort of. Oh, Louise. Um, uh, so I think she has a bit of a sort of, you know, her reputation is a bit sort of, oh, long time ago, footballer's yeah. wife sort of thing, I, I it's, which is a shame because it's, it's a really, really good song. Next up on the 10th of March, we released episode 621, Nick's first visit to Pickle Hollow. And this is what it was. Um, Aunt Tappy invited Nick and I over for dinner and um yeah we tried some of her favorite american dishes oh aunt tappy that that food was amazing i mean i i, I think that um i think that um uh, roadkill i i wasn't sure if it was was it could it have been a, a, a baby deer or something or i thought it was squirrel Oh, well, no, that was the other thing, Squirrel, I think. Oh, yeah. the squirrel was in the studio. Mm. Now, um, well, your guess is as good as mine about the roadkill, but I think it's far too small, unless it was yeah. a very tiny deer, I don't know. You don't get badgers, do you? Do you have badgers over there? No. Um, well... Skunk. Uh, no, no, it wouldn't have been skunk. Yeah, that would have tasted strong. Um, well, no, well, you, you, you cut out the glands anyways, never mind. Um... I, well, that's the thing about roadkill, dear. We, the other name for it is mystery meat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. That's, that's, a, that's a kinder, uh, that's a kinder kind. Yes. That's a sort of name yeah. for it, yeah. The, um, uh, the, the snow with the... The, the, uh, um, uh, the maple syrup, dear. Maple syrup. That yeah. was very tasty, very good, yes. Oh, yes. And so easy to make. <laughs> yeah. I, oh. I uh, think I, I found a little bit of roadkill in that as well, but uh, it was... Oh, it dear. Just, you know, I think it was a little mouse, but um, <laughs> oh, it's still alive. It was just, it was just frozen. I huffed on it a few times and it ran away. But, <laughs> but I, oh, we've got these last three gifts before before we have to go back. Um, um, oh, the time's just sped by this afternoon. Hasn't it, it has. Um, it's been delightful. Um, look, I've got something here for you. Uh, now I haven't actually. I've got. I bought myself. Well, I can't vouch for this, but I'm sure it's perfectly nice. Um, it's called a Bedfordshire clanger. Oh, um, my goodness! Used with those little furry, um, biggish creatures I, that, uh, on the children's TV show. I, I don't think Aunt Tappy would have seen that, Nick. Oh, um, the clangers are very cute 
pink alien things um, from the 60s and 70s um, on kids' TV. But uh, Oh, I see. But this is not what this is. Um, now, um, well, Bedfordshire is a, a county, or um, uh, it, that, that's where that comes from, so I guess that's where they originated from. But it's an, another <laughs> another suet thing. It's oh. a elongated suet dumpling similar to a pasty. You know how we have, like, Cornish pasties? And like Although... I, yes. I, would, I don't know. I don't think of Cornish pasties as being suet. I think of them as being pastry, but I guess suet yeah. pastry. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's got a... Um, it's it's got a, a savoury filling one end and a sweet filling at the other. No, I've heard of Cornish pasties being like that. Yes. So this might be somebody might have stolen this idea from the Cornish again. But uh... next up on the twelfth of March, episode six hundred twenty-two, Shayeti's somewhat unsuccessful day out. Now, um, originally, I was going on a trip to hospital. And I was hoping to then go to Richmond Park or or sort of um, take us on a bit more of an exciting day out. But that's not how it worked out. But we did have a nice chat with Muffley on tour. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, on that day, the traffic really um, just really fouled things up. And um, I, I barely made it to the hospital for my appointment, let alone um, to, you know, have a gad about around Richmond Park. But... Uh, Next up, on the 14th of March, we had episode 623, Shayeti presents Muffley's Prog Primer. Muffley on tour was back again. This time he was talking about one of his musical favourites, like prog bands, such as King Crimson, Yes, Genesis, Mike Oldfield and Pink Floyd. I suppose I was sort of the opposite to, to you in that I didn't have an influence so if I, anything for a while I might have been an influence on my brother um, we certainly had a phase where during Britpop where he he really liked Britpop but was only like about 10 when it started to come about um, but I remember because I was playing the Kinks and Finnish Green Preservation Society etc and I remember yeah, for a while into the sort of mid to late nineties, he was very much followed what I liked, but then then sort of went on his own way. But I don't think what he went into was half as much fun as the because because I've got, always got that pop side and that sort of it's very it's very often I find that some people get, get, they get very serious about music and it's only like one type of music they like and it's the very serious rock or this and i think oh you need to listen to some fun things as well you need to have every you need oh, to absolutely oh. absolutely and like um interestingly um working on some stuff for this for the band that i've sort of sort of we're back sort of doing i i sent them something and they were like oh that sounds really nice and they said oh it's got that nice chord and i automatically said that's the abba chord <laughs> and they're like, what? I said, yeah, I listen to loads of ABBA. You know, sort of, you know, I should be listening to like Led Zeppelin or Deep Purple, but no, sort of, you listen to ABBA stuff and like there's so much invention going on there. Um, so yeah, it's just absolutely fantastic. Next up on the 18th of March, we had episode 624, Shayeti's Fortune Cookie Future. Yes, we had fortune cookies. Uh, after a Chinese meal and, well, the fortunes that came from the cookies turned out to be quite telling and, well, uh, Cromarty made quite a big decision on the basis of what he said. 
Comity. How did this all happen? Was it that fortune cookie, that bad, bad fortune cookie? I seem to have got the only good one. What about you, Paul? Has your fortunes come true? My fortunes were kind of a little bit general, but uh, I've not noticed anything yet. Well, I'd look back at it if I were you. You might find that your fortunes are going to come true, so be, be careful. I have definitely had a life-changing event, Yeti Uncle John. Well, um, yes, well, so have I, but I've had, a, I've had a nice event that's occurring in my home, which was also my fortune. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, so you done, you two? Oh, I don't know. I but I've been up with him for now. He didn't treat you right. Uh, I've said that before. Do you agree with me, don't you, Paul? I, yeah, pretty much. I do think he didn't make you a priority, comedy, and you deserve to be someone's priority. Work or no work. You know, just because you're tired doesn't mean to say you can skip seeing somebody. You know, you have to think about them or, or how they may feel. Even if you just hang out on the the couch or something it's 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 not it's, it's not like um you'd be demanding attention i mean you could have been there at the flat waiting for him after his work cooking his dinner making things nice for him making him cups of tea i know that is exactly the sort of person you are comedy yes yes indeed. and i would have done and sometimes i did and he never seemed that appreciative oh, but, um it's not right. It's not right, Paul. It's not right, Paul. Because uh, Cromarty is exactly the sort of person that Milo needs. If he, if he has a busy life, Cromarty will be there for him. Cromarty's got a flexible working thing, haven't you? Well, I, I have, although I, I, have, I have been having to do shifts at the supermarket, as, as, as you already know. Oh, yes, yes. Are you still, are you still down there? I am. It's only part-time. Yeah, so you think you could have fitted around him. You could have... I mean, the fact is you did. Yes, I, I even picked him up from work one day. He was at work, and he when he went to work, he was full size, and he had a, uh, like a little, um, you know, um, uh, I don't know, like a panic attack or something, and he went very small. Uh, and he called me up, and I went and picked him up and took him home in my pocket. Well, that's love for you, Cromarty, and, uh, yeah, he doesn't deserve you if he, if, if he doesn't appreciate that. Did he say thank you? Well, he kind of said thank you at the time, but... I don't think it made any difference in the scale of things. Well, that's dreadful. Next up, on the 21st of March, we had episode 625, Seven Short Clues and One Missing Callum. This was an episode that had been held back from the previous year. Yeah, Callum went out for an explore, and he went missing. And, um, well, we, um, we really got into a bit of a panic for a while, but, uh, yeah, you'll have to listen to the episode to find out exactly how we sort of um, learnt what had really happened to him. I've now made it round to the Horseshoe Lake Dog Beach, which is without any dogs at the moment. And the path carries on down this way. That was a very short one, Paul. It was very short, and yet, I think, it could give us a clue. Where did he say he was? At the Horseshoe Lake Dog Beach? Is that a thing? Yeah, Dog Beach. I guess that means an area of, of sand where the dogs are allowed to run, which, you know, is for the dogs rather than for the people. So if people want to let their dogs run on the beach, there's a special beach for the dogs. 
Well, I guess that makes sense. Gosh, <laughs> um, but but what does it tell us? It tells us that perhaps he was leapt upon by some giant hound of the Baskervilles, dog type thing, like a monster that lives oh, around the shoreline of of the Horseshoe Lake. Paul, how did we hear a dog? But he said there was nobody, no dog on the beach, let alone being attacked and eaten by some giant hound. Well, I don't know. I just, I oh, and also of course we've still got two, two videos. Well, if he's like sort of descending into the throat of the giant hound, we'll know you're right. Yes, I don't know if I want to watch those last two videos. Not, not if that's what's um, in store for us. Oh, Paul, I think perhaps your mind is overreacting. Our next episode was episode 626, released on the 25th of March. Are we there yet? 10th anniversary special, which was, yeah, that, that was celebrating 10 years of my poetry collection. Are we there yet? Okay, let's do this one. A glue to mend a broken heart. It says, to be read slightly melodramatically, or maybe not, is up to you. Give me sympathy and sanity, a glass of Chardonnay. Let me sit and think about the times you let me have my way. Let me contemplate about those nights you promised to be mine, before our love grew complicated, before it died upon the vine. Give me reason to think fondly of that foolish, wasteful year, or should I wipe it from my mind, just let it quickly disappear? Give me glue to mend my broken heart, leave me lonely, please don't speak. Give me words on which to rest my head, to cling to when I'm weak. Give me solace, give me silence, give me whiskey, serve it neat. Loving you is an experience I would rather not repeat. Except, you know, I'm really lying, and if the chance would come again, oh, I would put up with the torment and just forget you caused me pain. Give me reason to think kindly, not remember all the lies. I should have kept my love on ice, I should have been more worldly wise. Give me glue to mend my broken heart. Seems for now there is no feeling. My poor heart remains too numb and doesn't yet feel like it's healing. Give me passion, give me violence, give me vodka on the rocks. Then set free my love for you that is as strong as any ox. So you feel nothing for me now and our relationship is strained. You cannot keep a love like that, so meanly trapped, cruelly contained. Give me reason not to hate you for all the mind games that you played. Make it clear you didn't want me and don't regret you never stayed. Give me glue to mend my broken heart and I shall repair it piece by piece. But why now do I feel so bitter since I'm offered sweet release? Our next episode, episode 627, was Shy Yeti and the Mystery of the Were Kitten, released on the 28th of March. This um, was an episode where Dealey was accused of doing all sorts of nasty things by a load of local foxes and uh, it turned out there was a were kitten on the loose we had to prove that it wasn't Dealey blimey um, that was quite a hair raising episode <sighs> look we've not seen anything maybe whatever it was has gone or moved on uh, and uh, yeah shush what, what comedy? You know, I heard something through my headphones. Through your headphones? Yes, yes. Um, I have headphones that connected to the cameras that, that are outside. I, I heard something. Shush, shush, shush. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I wonder what that is. I think it's the wear kitten.
Sounded like a, well, not exactly a howl, more a meowl. Okay, right, uh, I'm going to get my coat. What? Uh, I've got to go out there. No, Cromarty, you can't. No, I have to. It's the only way I'm going to see something. Um, maybe if I can use myself as a target. It might eat you, Cromarty. I don't think a were-kitten is going to eat me. It might lick me or rub around my legs, but then maybe be a little bit nippy, you know? We don't want it to nip you. I don't worry. Don't worry, I'm wearing stern trousers. Stern trousers? Yes, very thick, very thick trousers that uh, no, no, no were-beast will, will bite through. Really? Yes, it makes it a bit difficult to walk. Well, look, we'll come with you. No, no, but you've not got stern trousers. No, I've only got jogger bottoms. Oh, dear, I, I, oh, I'm wearing shorts. It's rather unseasonal, but, uh, yeah. yeah, we can see. The were-kitten will think that you're a were-beast with just how hairy your legs are. <laughs> well, thank you, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, no, I'm going out. If I cry out, then, uh, then, then, well, come running, but... Uh, Make make sure you um, uh, cover your legs or something. Cover our legs? Wrap yourself in a duvet or something. Or if you hear something, just run. No, this is the trouble with the stern trousers. I cannot run. Uh, they are very stiff. I have to walk like a soldier, like very slowly. Oh, Cromarty. Don't worry, Paul. I'll go out the front door. You stay here at the back. Wear my earphones, please. Oh, all right. Uh, I'll, watch. I'll watch from the front. There's no need. Yet, Uncle John, watch on my phone. Look, there's a screen. You can flick between the cameras. Uh, all, all, all right. Cromarty, be careful. Yes, be careful, Cromarty. If you hear a cry, it's me. Come running. Um, uh, oh, dear. Uh, we've got to do this now. I need proof. I need evidence. I mean, we, we need to clear poor Dee's name. You know? Uh, yes. But how do you know it's not just a cat? Uh, it, it, it's fine. I have another device here. It is thermal imaging. The the, the wear kittens have a, a different temperature. I'll be able to detect it and see whether it is uh, a wear beast. Also, it, it, when it tries to lick me, it, it, it will be a very powerful lick. Oh, gosh. Huh. Look, take care. I, I will, Paul. Oh, yes, do take care, property. Oh, dear. Oh, gosh, Paul. Is this right? Should, should we leave him? I guess if he wants to go, we can't stop him. And he's got those stern trousers on. I've never heard of such a thing. Oh, no, I've never heard of stern trousers. Can you see anything? Oh, I can't see anything. Oh, I can I can see Cromarty uh, uh, coming out onto the uh, the, the front of the, the flat. Oh, dear. I hear kitty kitty. I hear kitty kitty. I've got some lovely treats for you. Here, little kitty. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, lovely treats. <laughs> Come and get your treats. Oh, oh, oh gosh, oh gosh. We should have walkie-talkies, Paul. He's giving you his phone. He can't even call. Yes, I know, but we can hear. But we, 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 we can hear if he gets into trouble. It could be too late by then, Paul. We, we, we better go. But we haven't got stern trousers. You said wrap your legs in duvets. Then we're not going to be able to walk. Look, uh, I'm, I'm not... Uh, I think perhaps we should go out, but uh, um, I, I, let's not worry about our legs. You're not the one wearing shorts, Paul. Well, put some trousers on then. Look, have a pair of my jogging bottoms. They're not very fashionable, Paul. 
it's not the moment for fashion yet, Uncle John. Oh, sorry. Well, I'll put those on. Uh, Shall we go? Yes, put them on and we'll, we'll, we'll go to the door. Can you hear anything? No, no, I can't. Oh, just a minute. I think I heard a howl or, or a meow. Oh, Paul, come on. We've got to help him. All right, all right. Uh, uh, kitty, kitty, uh, now meow. be good. Uh, meow, don't meow, don't meow. do anything you might regret. Meow. Uh, oh, dear. Meow, uh, meow, oh, meow. oh, dear. He's coming here. Uh, I've got meow, my camera. Meow. Where's my camera? Oh, here's my camera. Uh, uh, going to take a photo of you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, where, 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 where are you, meow. kitty, kitty? Uh, where, where are you? <laughs> uh, come on, come on, let's go. I definitely heard a, a, a meow. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, these, uh, these jogging bottoms are very comfortable. I might have to get myself a pair. <laughs> yeah, come on, let's go. Our final episode of March was episode 628, Alien X Tricky April Fool's Day. Technically, it came out on the 31st of March, but really it was our April Fool's episode. It's just, well, it just slipped into the end of March. And, yeah... Ick, um, who we'd been having quite a lot of trouble with, uh, with him sort of saying he wasn't going to necessarily renew his contract. And, um, yeah, we already knew that his contract ended at the end of April. But, um, yeah, on April Fool's, he really gave us a lot of trouble. And, um, yeah, he did some pretty awful April Fool's that just weren't funny and really upset a few people. And, well, uh, I was there having to sort of try and do some bridge building, I guess you could say. Ah, oh dear, oh dear, yes. Oh, there's something wrong with my piano. It's all out of tune. Uh, your piano, Mum. How did that happen? You always keep your piano tuned, finely tuned. I know I do, my darling. Oh, dear, oh dear. I was just trying to practice a little piece. What did to impress Reginald when he came over? We were going for a meal later. Oh, yeah, I remember. Do you think it can just be atmospherics? No, darling. A piano doesn't go out of tune overnight. I guess not. Oh, now my phone's ringing. Just a minute. Hello, uh, Martin? Hey, boss. Uh, is, is that you? Uh, what? Hey, boss. I, I just wanted to know, uh, you know, uh, are you the man I should speak to about... Solving mysterious crimes. Uh, well, uh, it depends what you want. I have, uh, I have solved mysterious crimes before now. Hey, Bart, that sounds great. Yeah, I, I want you to do me a mysterious crime. I'm prepared to pay big money. Uh, right, well, um, I, I mean, I do have all of the, uh, you know, paperwork. I, I used to be a policeman and, and then I was a detective and... More recently, I've been working in a music school, but I can still do crime stuff. Hey, but that sounds great. How about uh, if I give you two million? Uh, you what? Two million, boss. But uh, but to do what? Uh, I need you to kill someone for me. Uh, wh- what? That's not solving a crime. I can't kill someone for you. Really? Oh, well, maybe you're another guy I need to speak to. Uh, no, uh, uh, two million? No, I, c- I can't do that. <laughs> Who's that? What's going on? It's me, Igvalian. I am the April Fool prankster. Oh, you fell for my trick. I don't understand. I made you think that I was going to employ you as a 
A kind person. Ah, uh, I didn't really believe it. Ick, why are you playing April Fool's pranks? Because it's April Fool. Yeah, but it's not very nice. It's not funny. Oh, and by the way, it's Fiona's piano, not in tune. Uh, no, it's not in tune. What's going on, me darling? Uh, it's Ick. Uh, he's just been trying to prank me. Apparently, he's also responsible for your piano being out of tune. Oh, I never even saw him come here. Oh, no. I sent my team of angry bees over. And they squirted honey inside your piano. <laughs> and that's why it's out of tune. You did what? Squirted honey on my mum's piano? I did. Hey, Buffoo. Oh, no. Honey on my precious piano. That'll be so expensive to, to get it repaired. Uh, Ick. Uh, do you hear that? You've ruined mum's piano. Uh, and and uh, you're going to have to pay for it. And, and Ick. Ick. Well, where, what's going on? He's gone. Oh, dear. We wait till I tell Paul. <laughs> it's dreadful. Uh, 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 absolutely awful. Um, so that's March for you. Now, moving on to April. Next up, we have episode 629, The Mighty Return of Andy the Birthday Twin, released on the 4th of April. And sure enough, Andy the Birthday Twin is back. And uh, this time we're talking about our likes and dislikes, partly to discover whether we have even more in common than being born on uh, the same day, the same year, and almost, well, with only a few hours between us. And, uh, yeah, we did. We found we, we had a number of other things in common. Not only that, but Andy makes a really good co-host, and um, I really enjoy when we get to podcast together. You mentioned the Beatles at the start of this. Yes. And the one album that I'm really familiar with is the one that probably no Beatles fan really probably is familiar with. And it's for alternative reasons. It's the White Album. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I know that quite well. Um, mm-hmm. And that's as a result of reading uh, True Crime. Mm-hmm. because it's entwined with the story of the Manson yeah. killers, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, and um, yeah. in fact, it might have even been, I think, I think I was house sharing and I think someone I was living with had the white album and I was mm-hmm. maybe reading the book and thinking, Oh my God, this, you know, I'm reading yeah. about these people in, in California in 1969 mm-hmm. and, and the songs that they're listening to and, and she's playing them in the next mm-hmm. room and, yeah. and, and, and then, getting a copy of it and listening to it all the way through and thinking, you know, you can kind of see maybe how some of the lyrics, some of the words yeah. maybe were a little mm. bit, um, yeah. I don't know, they were taking drugs. Um, mm. Who knows yeah. how you're going to react. Yeah. But um, And it's certainly not an excuse for the, the dreadful things that they did, no. but you can kind of see how maybe for someone who was under the influence, let's say, mm. listening to certain, I mean, it's, it's absolutely crazy, isn't it? Claiming yeah. that John Lennon and Paul McCartney were telling them to do certain things mm. through the lyrics. It's just, mm. it's nonsense. But it was interesting to yeah. be listening to the music while reading the book at the same time. And I think it, it's, it, that's quite an interesting album of theirs to, to be into. It is, it's quite, isn't it? Because it's quite different. And it's also, it's almost a bit like four solo albums. Yes, um, all not, strung it, together. Yeah, they, yeah. Weren't very, they weren't very connected at the time. And uh, I quite but it's like still that. interesting. Yeah. I quite yeah. like that because I like the way that you can have like a really sad, serious song and then the next one's almost like completely different and then something quite abstract and then something that's like a pop song. And I like, it's almost like a jukebox, isn't it? Mm, yes, it is. songs. Yeah, definitely. And, and I always, um, 
I always hate it when I when I used to read music magazines that music, serious music journalists would always hate their more quirky or funny songs. Um, they were like, well, how can a, a band that wrote Hey Jude have written Yellow Submarine? But when I was a 12-year-old, it would have been those songs that were the, my gateway in, into, you know, because mm. um, off, the, off the next album, uh, Abbey Road, there's a song called Maxwell's Silver Hammer about a, a, a hammer that goes around killing people. Um, and that would have been amazing when I was 12. I mean, it's still, I still mm. think it's one of my favourites. But um, I... I and there's a lot of silly. There's quite a few silly songs like Bungalow Bill and um, yes, and, 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 Obladi Oblada. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and, and but there's sort of wordplay and, and 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 all sorts of things going on. I, I I like the variety on there. I like this, like Rocky Raccoon and things like that. They're, they're mm. just silly, but that's the sort of it. it, it the, the reason they've probably got a lasting legacy is that they did write things like when I'm 64 and old grannies would be singing that, you know, there's not many bands who write songs that could have, you know, old granny isn't necessarily going to have liked every single Beatles song, but she might've heard some of the more sort of nostalgic type ones that Paul McCartney used to, to, to write. Um, and like they, I, I, I always remember my great aunt, not with the Beatles, but with, with you know, she, she wouldn't have been a massive ABBA fan considering that she'd have been quite, I don't know, I don't know 60s when ABBA was, was, was big, but she knew money, money, money. And that, that's a song that kind of transcended different sort of age groups. And, and I think that's really, really clever if you can kind of get to the grannies as well. <laughs> Next up, we have episode 630, Shayeti's Easterish Chatterbox Egg Fest, released on the 8th of April. That was our first chatterbox in a few months. Uh, <laughs> we didn't really talk a lot about Easter, to be honest, but uh, there was still plenty to be said. Uh, Yuki Uncle John, I think um, you, you, you might get two, two more questions in before the end of the episode if you hurry. All right. Uh, would you rather live in a world where robots or aliens ruled the world? <clears throat> it depends who the aliens are, doesn't it? Doesn't it depend who the aliens are if they're... Because um, if it was the Daleks, then, like, no. Mm. But if they're nice aliens, then maybe. Well, the problem is that if if you've got an alien ruling the world and they they don't breathe oxygen and nitrogen, for example... Yeah, that would be They tricky. might have to fill the world with, world with noxious gases to survive. Yeah. And I think we get enough noxious gases around here as it is, yeah. frankly. Yeah. Maybe so, we should go for robots. So I, I, I'd go for robots every time, yes. What about alien robots? They could be the second one in the... Oh! Now you're asking for it. Now you're being tricksy. <laughs> yeah. What, what about you, Nick? Aliens or robots? Uh, robots. Uh, I, I, if they were hostile, I could totter around like Woody Allen did in that film last night. Oh, Sleeper, yeah. You yeah. tend to be a robot, yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> that was the that was the funny bit where he where where he he ended up um, being sent back to the robot factory, and, and they, they wanted to. They, they were, oh, well, can you replace the head? Yeah. And he's sitting there watching the, all the other robots have their heads taken yeah. off. And then he tries to totter out of the, yeah. the factory. Like. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm a suspect for robots. Yeah, <laughs> robots yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, did, I did dress up as a robot in 1977 for the Queen's did, Silver yes. Jubilee yeah. and, won second pr- and won second prize. <laughs> I, dressed, I dressed up as a robot on Sutton Park, um, but uh, my costume was made by, uh, by, by Mr. Lee Freeman, uh, who did me a very, very good uh, robot 
Ed Coughlin. My best friend in, in, well, the same year, um, uh, made a robot which stood outside his bedroom door. And when they moved to Manchester, he wasn't allowed to take it. So he sort of ninjured it to death and <laughs> smashed it to pieces. It was most bizarre, you know, this, this <laughs> friend of his, and he just was kind of kung fu the thing to death. Next up, we have episode 631, Doppy, Uncle Warren and the Easter Market. This was released on the 11th of April, and funnily enough, originally it was supposed to be two episodes. I'd arranged to record with Doppy, and I'd arranged to record with Uncle Warren. One or other of them had to cancel, so I decided, well, there's no reason they can't be in the same episode together. Um, I just had to jiggle some ideas around, and this is what I came up with. I just wanted to tell you that uh, we need you over at the uh, the, the Magpie Hut for the doing stuff at the 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 Bickerbrack doodah thing. Oh um, yeah, the Bickerbrack. Right, 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 right. Yeah, they're doing stuff. So, um, are people showing up? Yeah, it's a few people. Oh, I can't I can't stay for too long because uh, you know the, you know the Magpie eggs, the Magpie eggs. Yes, yes, I know they've not hatched yet. No, no, they have not hatched yet. But I think it could it could happen any day. Well, well, well. I can understand. Um, didn't you want us to try something? Yes, yes, guys. I wanted. To Is try it legal? My, well, you know, it's my new toothpaste. Oh, it, uh, oh no! It's it. Some people say it's a little bit cheesy, but oh, I think mm. it's it, mm. it, just you wait and see. Your your teeth will sparkle like gems. Yeah. It smells like feet. It does smell like feet. I didn't like to say, but that is really vintage. What's all this whispering? Nothing. Don't, don't worry, nothing they keep, nothing, they keep nothing. doing that. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Look, I'm sure it'll be fine. It's very nice. I just want you to try it. Tell me what you think. Go brush, brush your teeth. Go on, go on. Do it, do it. Do it. <laughs> it is very cheesy. Uh, John. Oh, yeah. Um, look, mm, if you, why can't you... It's nice, it's nice, yes. I'm, I'm putting mine on a cracker. <laughs> I was going to say, look, I think you should face it, if you have a job. This would be better on a cracker, and I think you'd sell more. Oh, are you sure? I was certain it would be toothpaste. I've been inventing a new toothbrush, which isn't quite, you know, ready for trialing yet, but... Okay, but it... <laughs> It's just a spoon, Yeti Uncle John. It's just a spoon. Oh, dear. It's not it's... dissolving either. Oh, look, uh, perhaps I won't be able to uh, get any uh, sold this time, but... Uh, no, no, it... I, I, I applaud your inventiveness. You're yeah. trying, and it's it's all good. Yeah people, often, yeah, people often say, oh, I'm trying. Next up is episode 632 released on the 15th of April, Shayeti's hectic springtime visit home. In this one, Cromarty and I head back to Salisbury, and Yeti Uncle John insists on coming along. There are quite a few guests in this episode, including Wifey Joe, Paul from school, Nick, Troby, Mum and Dad, and there was also some behind-the-scenes footage. In fact, um, going back to Paul from school, we had a lot of Paul from school during 2023 because he was partially working back in Salisbury, and I was meeting up with him every time I came down. So he got to be on the show pretty much every month uh, in some form, or at least recorded in some form. And, uh, yeah, it was really good to have him as a, uh, a much more regular guest on the show. Yeah, you've been to, you've been, well, you've been to see a show, uh, Pamez, 
Titanic. What tell us all about those things? Yeah, so we went to see went to see Cher, which was like um, a looky likey show, yeah. really, of three shares <laughs> in one night. Share and share Young Cher, baby Cher, <laughs> um, middle-aged Cher, yeah. and. Vintage. <laughs> <laughs> actually, they were very. All three were really good, actually. Uh, and, and, but the best one was actually the middle, the middle one, really. Um, to give really good performance. Is that like eighties? Like yeah, eighties. When, when she came back. Yeah, after. and the voice changes a bit. And um, but they didn't do any. I don't remember them doing any Mamma Mia songs, yeah. but they probably didn't want to pay yeah. any, <laughs> any extra than they already are paying. The share will be charging yeah. tip-top price. But anyway, it was really, it was really good. The only, the only thing was some people don't seem to understand the difference between a show, a theatre production, yeah. and a concert. So there's people turning up thinking they're coming to a concert and this is a theatrical show and they even said at the beginning of the show there will be an opportunity for audience participation at the end okay and there's a sign there's a sign that reiterated this a neon at the back but these people were i think not only were they expecting to join in. I think they were expecting to go on the stage, they were expecting <laughs> to meet Cher, I mean, they want pictures, photos, and they, they, they were annoying. They were two, two different groups, but a different sides of the theatre. And then um, I was telling um, my friend Cesar about it, and he said, um, oh my God, that happened in Wimbledon. They're all <laughs> like that. <laughs> so that was, but actually it was a very good show. Yeah. I, enjoyed, I enjoyed, really enjoyed it. Next up we had episode 633, the best bet for Shayeti is to sing. Now, this um, was released on the 17th of April 2023, and actually though had a, a much longer history to it. We, It was another of our singing episodes, uh, Harry and I. Um, we'd written a song together called, called Best Bet, and uh, I wrote the lyrics and Harry wrote the tune. And we sung it back in November, but Harry was doing a lot of mixing work on it and and I'm releasing different versions and then I wanted to talk to him about how he thought it had gone and um yeah, so it did take about six months from beginning to end um, and uh yeah hey listeners, it's me and we're in a pub in Surbiton with Harry and um, this is quite a few months later uh, it's February and so we, we did our recording in November that's right isn't it oh no it was October October yeah I, I thought it was November because I forgot that my birthday holiday was not near my birthday um, last year yeah so it's been it's been um, over four months and uh, but we're at a stage now where you're happy with what you've been doing yeah so one of the sort of things that I find it's pretty difficult because I'm constantly um, like listening to the song and then tweaking it a little bit and honestly the difference is as I say minor that you wouldn't you wouldn't hear it unless you listen very very carefully um, so the, the, the revisions that have been made have been pretty minor to be honest and the, you found the takes that you wanted to use 
Is that how you did it? For you? Yeah, that, that was the, probably the most difficult because I think we, I did one version and you spotted that the um, fourth, uh, is it the fourth verse? You thought that that probably wasn't the best take yeah. that you'd had and you were absolutely right because I found another take where it was much better. So I was able to insert that and make a difference to it. Um, the other thing with the... Um, the uh, garage band which is what I use on the um, iPad mini is that it has a different styles of microphone that you can use um, and it's got one which is called like uh, radio ready or something like that which um, you know um, it does it pumps up the vocal um, it's got like a little bit of auto-tune in it but not a huge amount of auto-tune um, so I found that that was a really good thing to actually use yeah um, and, and I mean uh, I'm still aware a bit of the I don't know if we ought to use the, one of them pop mics or whatever I feel a yes. slight sort of words that bounce off um, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I there are all various options and you can you listen through and a lot of it is trial and error and you sort of think oh I think so yeah I think it just seems it seems a little bit cleaner with the radio ready one yeah. so it's sort of like you can hear it more um, hear it a bit more it's less distorted and finding that balance I guess but now we finally we've shared with the listeners some of our rehearsals um, mm-hmm. but now we're ready to share the finished track yay the, uh, this is the edit that you're happy with and uh, both happy with and, uh, and, and well, we'll let them listen to it now we were sitting at just a few days ago I presumed he was happy but I just didn't know didn't know he'd been thinking had been plotting ahead that he'd got our wills written it was then that he said you're my best bet, my darling, you're my soulmate, my rock. Yes, you make me feel special, yes, I'm sure you're in shock. You're my best bet, I see, now I'm sure you will agree. We can even be married, if you've done my degree. We were sitting at dinner, and I still hadn't spoken. And it was not a joke It is hard to be flattered When such words are proposed But he seemed really pleased Was the subject now closed You're my best bet, my darling You're my soulmate, my rock Yes, you make me feel special. Yes, I'm sure you're in shock. You're my best bet, I see. Now I'm sure you will agree. 
We can even be married if you burn my degree. We were sitting at dinner and I gave him a smile. There were tears in my eyes, it had been quite a while. I don't show my emotions very often, it's true. But he got his reaction, he looked smart through and through. You're my best bet, my darling, you're my soulmate, my rock. Yes, you make me feel special, yes, I'm sure you're in shock. You're my best bet, I see, now I'm sure you will agree. We can even be married if you fund my degree. We were sitting at dinner, I had made no complaint. Maybe I am his perfect, like he's some kind of saint. It is hard to fake joy now. When such words are coming fast Yes, he caught my attention I sprung up with this blast I am nobody's best bet I am better than that I'm a bona fide hottie You're a bona fide twat There are millions like you But only one who is me Oh, I may not have mentioned, but I've poisoned your tea. Not my best bet, my dear. You know I'm sick of your lies. Time for you to depart now. Let us say our goodbyes. Better luck in my future when you're buried down deep. And the best bet now for you is to shut both your eyes and just sleep. Our next episode was episode 634, Shayeti's second mid-70s musical chitter-chat, released on the 21st of April. This was another episode with Martin Holmes and I in which we talked about some of the uh, singers or stars of music in 1975 and 1976. I want to finish with with this because um, I don't know, it's one of those things what, like where we say, well, I don't know that song. Mm. You might know the song. I, 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 it's the third biggest selling single. It's called Mississippi by Pussycat. Oh right, uh, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. So we're going to have a look. Okay. Uh, right, yeah. Mississippi is a song by Dutch country pop band Pussycat. Uh, right. It was the group's first number one in their home country, as well as their only number one single in most countries. And um, in New Zealand and South Africa, Mississippi was their first of two number one singles. It was best-selling single of 1977 in the Latin nation. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I need to find out a bit more about the actual band. Um, now, there, I was, there looks like there's four... Mm, 
everyone's got long hair. I was going to say, um, I say that it looks like there's three women and four men, but I mistook one of the men for a woman because his hair was so long. Okay. Um, but, oh, there you sounded like my dad now. <laughs> <laughs> well, the picture is really small on Wikipedia, so I'm, I'm peering. Yeah, um, what's that? What's that monkey song? You know, like, oh, yes. And you can't. You, and you go to a party, <laughs> and you can't tell the boys from the girls. <laughs> that one. Um, <laughs> The, the, oh, three sisters. They were all. They were telephone operators in Limburg. Um, right. And it looked like the men were in a group called Scum. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. And uh, one of them was in a group called Ricky Rendell and his Centurions. If I haven't said already, the difference between uh, the episodes where we'd looked at the big hits of 75 and 76, was that these chats are more about the actual bands or stars themselves and their whole careers. Uh, so 75 and 76 is just a, an excuse to find some of the uh, big acts to begin a conversation about them. Next up, we have episode 635, Yeti Uncle John and the Oh-So-Nagging Magpies, released on the 24th of April, 2023. Well, basically... Yeti Uncle John, um, he kind of fell out with um, the Magpies. It was partly Ick's fault, because Ick had um, been treating them uh, to, to the finer life, and uh, they, they got a taste for a lifestyle that uh, was more than Yeti Uncle John was providing them, and it really didn't go very well. Oh. Reginald, you, you made me jump. I didn't see you there. Oh, gosh, still stuck in your hedgehog suit, I see. I'm afraid so. How much longer do they think you're going to be stuck in there? Well, you see, it's uh, science. I have to wait for the glue to dry properly. You know, it, it's difficult because, you know, I'm hot-blooded. Um, I, I, it keeps the glue alive keeps the glue alive, does it? Golly. Um, so, gosh. Well, um, can't, can't you just get Tallulah to, to pull you out of there? Oh, Paul, I'm worried about my body hair. And she's very fond of it. Oh, I see. Oh. How did the glue get inside the, the actual costume? I think it's something to do with the glue they use to apply the, the, the hedgehog needles. Um... Uh, you know, it sort of percolates through the skin onto my skin, and then, well, I, I, I kept it on far too long, and then I fell asleep, and, well, when I woke up, I'd sort of fused into the costume. Oh, gosh. Well, uh, I hope, I hope they can get you out of there soon. I'm sure they will. At least it's quite warm. Well, thank goodness it's still sort of, well, cold-ish. But, you know, another month or two, and we'd, and we'd be in the summer, and, gosh, you, you, you'd melt in there. Yes, I know, Paul. Oh, gosh. Well, I'll hopefully be out of it by then. I hope so. What, what are you two doing out there, nattering away? I thought you were supposed to be coming in and helping me. Yes, Yeti Uncle John. We, we are. We're just talking. Just talking, just talking. Get your priorities right. 
Richard, what are you still in that hedgehog suit? I am, yet Uncle John. I apologise. Looks like I'm going to be stuck in here for the near future. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I hope the uh, magpies aren't scared of you. No, no, I'm sure they won't be. You know, they'll recognise my voice. Oh, dear. That ick has got a lot to answer for. Doesn't he just? Yes. And so what's what's happened exactly? Uh, they're behaving badly. Yes, they are behaving badly. Uh, yeah. It's ever since, uh, you know, it had them in the spaceship uh, when, well, you know, after we did the April Fool's joke thing. that They came to, like, a certain standard of living that apparently I don't, uh, I don't provide for them here. Oh, dear, they've, they've turned into a right bunch of divas. Oh, yes, well, I guess they've learned some bad habits from Ick. They most certainly have very bad habits. Oh, dear. I'll just go and check they're ready for you two. All right. Back in a moment. Fine, no problem. Oh, dear, Paul. He seems most distressed. Yeah, and I can understand that. I mean, he's very fond of them. But I, I'm I'm really worried he'll make some rash decision and, and send them on their way. Um, Won't they just fly back to him? Aren't they like homing pigeons? Well, they're kind of a little bit more advanced than homing pigeons. They, I don't know, they're, they're different. Oh, right. Do you know what happened to the uh, the parakeets? Oh, the parakeets. I think they just went back to where they came from, wherever that was. Um, wherever did he get them from? I, I'm not sure. I mean, I know there were a lot of parakeets in the area, um, particularly like around Richmond Park and places like that, but that doesn't explain how he actually got them to do what he wanted them to. Like, like be annoying. Oh, yes, Paul. They were very annoying. Maybe he called Parakeets Are Us or something. Parakeets Are Us? Is there such a store? I don't know. Online, maybe. Wouldn't surprise me. Still, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Um, he probably just impersonated them. You know, went and stood in Richmond Park and spoke in Parakeet and told them there was a big party at the Magpie Hut or something. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Right, guys, I'm ready. I'm ready for you both. Now, you make sure you're tough with them. Tell them I'm cross. I mean, I've told them I'm cross, but you need to tell them. Set them straight. Tell them not to treat me like this. Tell, tell them I've put my whole life into them and, 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 and they're just being mean. All right. All right, it's Uncle John, yes. Yes, we'll tell them that. Right, go in, go in. Right. It'll be fine, your Uncle John. Don't you fret. No, no, don't you fret. Come on, Reginald. Hi, Magpies. It's me, Old Yeti, and, and your old friend, Reginald. Hello, Magpies. We're here to uh, speak with you. We hear you've been... Well, you have a disagreement with Yeti Uncle John, your good friend. Yeti Uncle John, it seems a shame, a great shame that you have fallen out with him. Yeah, I mean, uh, you've lived with him so long. What I, I, I don't know that you know is that, um, well, your recent visit to the UFO to see Ick, um, it, uh, well, uh, the way he treated you, 
It was very nice, but, um, you know, can you imagine, you know, like going on a holiday? When you go on a holiday, you get treated nicely. Um, you, you, you indulge yourself. You, you treat yourself. Nice things happen to you. It's a bit different, but you couldn't live your whole life like that. Otherwise, it, it wouldn't be special anymore. So, your, your visit to the UFO is it, just like that. Imagine it as a holiday, uh, you know, a weekend away. Um, it's really not something you'd want all the time. No, not all the time. No, absolutely not. It would drive you out of your mind. No, your home is here. Yeti Uncle John is your family. We are your family. Dick, well, he's like a, an auntie or uncle that turns up from time to time with a present to make things nice. Yes, there is room for both in your life, but, uh, well, you really don't want to hurt Yeti Uncle John. No. 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 So, look, Magpies, are, are you listening? What we're trying to say is that you're onto a good thing here, and, you know... You and Yeti Uncle John, you, you're, you're, you are very close. And Yeti Uncle John, you know, um, you, uh, it, it, sorry, can you, could you lower your noising? Could you lower your, your racket, please? Excuse me. Oh dear, they don't seem to want to listen, Paul. No, they don't, do they? Oh dear. What if we can't talk to them? But then who can? I don't know, Paul. Oh, that ache. That ache. What a pain. He is a pain. What are we going to tell you to Uncle John? I don't know what to tell him. Um, maybe it could speak to them. Do you think he'd come? I don't know. I don't know. Um, we could go and ask. We could do. Maybe even if he recorded a message for them. And if he didn't want to come over here. Yes, we could try that. Okay, I think we're going to have to break it to get Uncle John that this isn't going to be as simple as we first hoped. I'm afraid you're right, Paul. Come on, let's go. Magpies, you're being very rude. Um, you know, think about it. Think about being nice. Think about being nice, magpies. Please. Oh, dear. I've got some magpie poo in my eye, then. Oh, that's not very nice. <laughs> let's get out of here. I don't want my best baseball cap ruined. Oh, yes. No, and I don't want magpie poo inside this uh, headhog costume. I have to live with this for the next few days, maybe even weeks. Oh, come on, let's get out of here. Our last episode of April 2023 was episode 636, Shayeti's most random episode ever, released on the 27th of April. This was a chat between... Nick and I, with some random words. But we also um, uh, had some random sentences, random phrases, random dinner parties. I, I, I won't explain that now. You just have to listen. But, uh, yeah. We also had a number of would-you-rather poses, which we did quite a lot in 2023. You know, would you rather never drink coffee again or never drink alcohol again? or Things like that. Um, <laughs> during one recording session... Nick got quite cross. He wanted to know who was demanding that he make this decision. I had to explain. Well, it's just a what if, more than likely. 
these scenarios would never happen. But at least I find it quite intriguing to have to make that decision or to think about it. It's all for fun. Would you rather be able to change your past or be able to change your future? Um, I can change my past, actually. Uh, there's a few things I tweak um, and a few things I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess up, mainly because um, I think I could have been a better person if I had made those choices. I certainly could have fulfilled my potential of it all. So if we're going to tamper with anything, I think we're tampering with the past. Future, difficult to know. It might, you know, who knows? It, things might sort of turn out roses and kind of be even better. Um, but no, I, I, I think I'd be more interested in tampering with the past. Yeah. Um, I think it would be small things, or it might be... Um, Trying to main, trying trying to sort of stop friendships that that kind of I don't know. Find so the thing is, it's not usually me who ends a friendship. So, and it's not necessarily that a friendship ended in a bad way. They kind of faded out, and I think I'd have paid more attention to when people like my friend Lee was kind of because that suddenly it happened. He suddenly suddenly realised I couldn't contact him anymore. Mm. around the time when I first started sort of I came to dating relatively late but um, and, and so I was kind of distracted by something happened things happening in my personal life and then before I realized just a minute Lee had just moved house mm. and um, suddenly I couldn't get hold of him and and uh, uh, so it's sort of yeah my was off the ball on that friendship but then maybe I couldn't have done anything about it anyway. Maybe he, had, I knew he'd always sort of wanted to. You know, he was kind of quite well. I need to do this. I must. I must actually get a life, and I must. <laughs> that I was. I think he had plans for himself. You, you. I mean, I, there are two two things immediately spring to mind. But I, I, it's, this is a game I'm playing with myself all the time. This is a game I play all the time. Not playing with myself all the time. Um, but uh, I. Uh, you know, I, uh, I've often spoke of how I get a video camera a lot earlier, but I think also, um, into, if we're going back to school leaving age, um, I would have smartened myself the hell up um, and uh, concentrated more. I would should have concentrated more on what my peers were looking like and general idea about that, uh, rather than what my mother or family would have sort of seen me and you know kind of I've never really bothered keeping up with trends of clothes or whatever and we had hand-me-downs galore when I was a kid but I yeah I should have actually just smartened myself up a bit um but it because I knew that one or two people had said that and I kind of resented it <laughs> um I wouldn't have done facial hair until the 90s I don't regret doing facial hair in the 90s but uh, my attempts at facial hair in the 80s were catastrophic <laughs> so next up we find ourselves in May 2023 uh, and the first episode came out on the 1st of May episode 637 could this be the end for Ick part 1 yes this is a two part story because we had reached um, the deadline was Ick going to renew his contract or not? 
Um, well, there were lots of twists in these two episodes. The following one obviously being episode 638, the second part. Um, we do discover at the end of it what Ick is going to do, but we also discover there's a bit more to it than we ever realised. that Paul has put in on the show and uh, I've made many friends even though you know at times or recently our friendship has been tested things might not always be the same um, I will always be here to help oh, this doesn't sound good oh it's alright Paul it's alright just, just, just let him speak please Paul let him speak uh, I know what Paul means though anyway um I'm coming to the main point of my chat now. Um, and I, uh, this is the reason, um, you know, that we met, we met today for me to give you my decision. Now, it's with a heavy heart that I must say that I, I am announcing that I won't be signing a new contract with the Shadow Podcast. And I'm very sorry. That was very strange, Martin. The doors were left open. I don't think he's closed them properly. We didn't even have to press the doorbell. I know. I hope we're not going to catch him, uh, I don't know, in the altogether, like coming out of the chair or something. Oh, well, I hope not. Uh, no, I can see him by the console. Um, we, we should uh, say something. Uh, he seems to be on a call. Uh, yes, well... We'll speak to him when he's finished. Hello? Other dimension? Yes, it's me. Other dimensional ick. Yes. Yes. I have given them the news. The first part of the plan is ready. They now know that ick will not be returning to the show. But they do not yet know the other part of the plan. Yes. Yes. No, of course they don't know that I'm not the real ick. They don't know that I'm the other dimensional ick. They don't know that we are holding the real ick hostage and have been for many months now. It's fine. Everything is going to plan. Everything is going well. I shall unleash the next part of the plan tomorrow when I shall leave. Yes, it'll all be fine. It'll all be fine. Okay, over and out. Oh my God, Cromarty, did you hear that? Oh my goodness. That's not the real ick. He said, he said he's from the other dimension. Yes, and that the real egg has been held hostage for many months. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I had no idea. No, none of us had any idea. But how are we going to prove it? I don't know. I don't know what we should do. We'd better get out of this spaceship. We don't want to be caught here, not by the other dimensional egg. He might be cross. We need to get the real egg back. Yes, yes, we do, but, oh, my goodness, we, we need to get out. Uh, we, 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 we need to get out of here. Uh, uh, oh, the doors are closed behind us. Uh, 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 maybe he's about to go somewhere. Oh, oh no, now we're stuck on the ship and he doesn't know we're here. Uh, oh, oh, no, what are we going to do? I'm not sure. This feels very much like a cliffhanger. It does, doesn't it? I think this might be a cliffhanger. Or whatever we're going to do. Uh, I don't know. Uh, hold my hand, Cromarty. 
happy. Okay, I'm holding your hand. I can hear the music swirling and swooping. And oh gosh, this really is a cliffhanger. Oh, where are we going? What's going on? What are we going to do? I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll find it in part two. Oh no! Next up we have episode 639, Shayeti and the Great Thames River Adventure. Uh, this was an episode I'd recorded with Harry earlier in the year. It was, I, I wanted to go on the Thames boat from Greenwich for quite a while, but um, we'd cancelled it like at the start of the year because, because it simply uh, was too cold and I didn't want to go out when it was icy. Um, but uh, actually... I think we went and met up in very early April to do this episode, and it was freezing. It was really freezing when we were on the boat, and I wasn't having the best of days energy-wise. We went around Greenwich Market, and I had to keep finding places to sit down. But um, also, a lot of the park benches that had been around the centre of Greenwich had been removed during the pandemic and not replaced. So where I was kind of expecting to be able to find a seat to sit down. There weren't no seats. So, yeah, we still managed to um, uh, have a good day of it, though. And there was also a special guest at the end of the episode. Um, an added special guest, I should say. Hi, listeners. We're at Greenwich Market. I'm here with... Um, Harry and Eric. Uh, it's quite a food market today. Uh, there are chicken, sage and cranberry scotch eggs, breakfast scotch eggs, chorizo scotch eggs. Very tempted to buy one to take home. Which you'll see is black pudding scotch egg, uh, lentil and mushroom scotch egg. Gosh, so much food. So many cakes. Um, I bumped into... Um, Harry and Eric on the bus. They were on my bus. Well, they were about to get onto my bus. So, gosh, donuts. <laughs> might, uh, might get some from here on my back. Have a look first. Hello, um, listeners. We're at what's this place called? Japanese place. Um, udon, something. Oh, no. Marugem Udon. I'm here with Dr. Neff. Dr. Neff, how are you? <coughs> I'm doing fine, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> As you may remember, listeners, Dr. Neff uh, lives with uh, Charlie. Um, uh, Charlie Gurr. When, when Charlie Gurr's in town, obviously Charlie Gurr has uh, Bergurian residences and, uh, you know, he's always going to other places. But, uh, um, uh, Neff, what, what is Charlie like to live with? Very good, very good. <laughs> ah, well, that's bound to happen, isn't it, really? Um, but uh, don't believe him, listeners. Uh, he, he's very devoted to Charlie. We've known Charlie a very long time. Um, what, what did you think 
uh, Neff, when, when you first met Charlie, what, what uh, attracted you to, uh, to adopt him? He has very big feet. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does have very big feet. Yeah. He's very stylish. I've seen pictures of him. He, he, he changes his outfits and um, uh, he's, he's very fashion conscious. Um, what, what, what is his uh, favorite fashion? What, what, what clothes does he wear that you're most impressed with? He tends to go for red color. He likes red. Yes. But yeah. uh, just normal t-shirts, as, as long as they're red. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I remember um, we used to buy him t-shirts from like IKEA, but we'd tell him they were very expensive. We said they were from the most expensive boutiques, and he believed us. But we were, they were really from uh, uh, they were really from IKEA, not IKEA. Oh, um, what's that? TK Maxx or. Um, um, Primark. Primark, Primark, that's what I'm thinking of, yes. He had some really cool hoodies from Primark and he thought they were like from the top London boutiques. Uh, I think things are quite different in Bergeria, but... Uh... Next up we have episode 640, Uncle Warren, The Well and the TV of 1990. Uncle Warren was back and Yeti Uncle John and Cromarty were in the middle of a a, a photo session and well, <laughs> well quite literally a well um became a problematic uh, prop and um yeah uncle warren had to help sort it all out it was most complicated but we also had time to talk about the tv of help Oh, yeah. Um, uh, see if Paul's around. Or, or Warren. Uh, uh, actually, I think um, um, Coconut Jim is supposed to be turning up at some point. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, help. Uh, there's a fog down here. He, he, he's very unpleasant. All right, I'll go and find him. Oh, dear. Oh, oh, Warren, what's going on? Oh, what's, that? what's going on? I can see that's Martin. He's running towards us. Martin doesn't run, does he? Well, you can do. He, I mean, actually, uh, he, Martin was 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 once a, 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 a an undercover detective. You should you should chat with him one day. Um, uh, Martin, what's wrong? Oh, they've fallen down the well. Uh, who's fallen down the well? Uh, well, Cromarty and Yeti Uncle John. It's a long story. We need to get them out. Oh dear, oh dear. Can we just not put the lid on it? <laughs> no, we can't. Well, oh. you need to take charge. You you know what to do in these sort of circumstances. Right. Get um, me uh, get me some hot water and towels. Um, no, that's the wrong sort of emergency. Oh, um, rope. We need lots of rope. I found a little bit. That string, that's not rope. 
Yeah, exactly. We need something stronger than this. Can we dangle can dangle a person down there? And they can grab hold of them and we can pull them up. Sure, no, I think I think that's why how they got in the situation they are. Um maybe there's something at the magpie hut. I'll go and look. Apparently um uh Coconut Jim's supposed to be somewhere around in the area as well. Perhaps perhaps Eek can uh, oh no, no, Eek's gone, I forgot about that. Um well um yeah, I'll go and look at the magpie hut. You do you do your best. <sighs> Right, come on, let's go. go and you, you, you must better reassure them or something. You, you must. I'll, I'll, I'll shout down at them. Right, okay. Hello. I'm putting, I'm putting echo on this sound effect on my mic. That's right. Hello. Hello. Oh, is that you, Warren? It's me, Yeti Uncle John. Yes. Can you hear me? It's not that. It's not that deep a well. Look, I can always touch your fingertips. It's just. Oh, it's yeah. a little. It's yeah, a little. It's a little, it really? it's a little well, but it's still not very. It's very slimy inside. Yes, it is. Oh, well, dear, you've oh, got dear. frogs down there, have you? There is. There is frogs. That time of year where they take a liking to humans. I know. This one keeps looking at me. I think. Yeah. It, I think it likes my ankles. Is it licking? Is it licking its eyes? Yeah, you'd be careful of that. It could, it might well be. Blimey. Oh dear. Next up, we have episode 641 A Question of Kings and Queens. Um, This came out on the 28th of May, and, well, that was around the time of the coronation of King Charles III. Not having a lot of interest in the royals, I wasn't watching. Um, all the stuff that was going on on TV, and I certainly wasn't going up to London to watch any of it. But I did sort of feel that perhaps we should talk about what it would be like to be a king or a queen. And I got the regulars in, and we just sort of, well, we just we just sort of chatted about it really, and decided that none of us really wanted to be a king or a queen. Well, well, one of us did, but well, perhaps you can guess which one, but. Uh, Next up, we have episode 642, released on the 31st of May, 2023. Mr. Mongoose's Movie Marathon. This was recorded with my friend Mr. Mongoose um, when I visited his home um, up in Stoke. Uh, I managed to uh, get myself on a train and, and um, yeah, I went to stay with Mr. Mongoose. And we had a, a mammoth, and we had a mammoth um, film watching weekend, which was great fun. We watched a lot of screen films. We watched other horror films. Um, yeah, it it, uh, it it was a really cool weekend, and he looked after me extremely well. Um, Mister Mongoose and I have been friends for many many years, and. Um, yeah, this was the first time we were meeting in real life. So, actually in the same room. Um, yeah, it was really cool. We didn't do a lot when we got up there as far as walking about. Um, oh yeah, and he had the most comfortable bed. I wanted to steal it. It was wonderful. You've been looking after me very well. You've been cooking me lots of nice dinner and breakfasts. <laughs> I've had, I've had, um, I've had eggs and sausages and pasta bakes, tuna pasta bakes and I've had lemon meringue pie mm-hmm. 
and that was just, all this was just one one dinner. <laughs> no, um, but uh, you're, you're a very good host. I, be, I believe I'm one of your first ever visitors. Yes, you are. Yes. Uh, and, and, and have I been have I been well behaved? Very. Oh, thank goodness. Um, you've, been, you've been a very good host. We've been watching lots of films, haven't we? Yes. Um, we started with the first three Omen films. Uh-huh. Um, what what what's your favourite one of them? Um, I would say part one and part three. Yeah. Um, definitely part one. Um, I, I I I don't know if it's just because. Well, the the the. the uh, Deaths are more memorable in the first one. Um, and like when I watched two, I was like, I can only really remember, like the bit where the birds get her. Um, yes. I couldn't remember much, much else. Um, and about the only thing I can remember about three was that Ruby Wax was in it for about five seconds. But uh, oh yes, the death scene. Yeah, she does some screaming. Uh, I can imagine if if she was playing the real Ruby, Ruby Wax, she'd be completely different reaction. Yeah. I think that would just destroy the movie itself, then, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Ruby Wax being Ruby Wax right. in the Omen? She'd have something <laughs> critical to say about that. Yeah. But what do you think? So why do you think it's okay to be to be uh, being being evil and stuff? <laughs> but she didn't actually meet Damien, though, did she? No, no. She met his predecessor in the not not his predecessor as in another devil's son, but as an American ambassador. <laughs> next up, we enter June 2023. Our next episode is episode 643, Shayeti's Seven Year Itch. It was our seventh anniversary special edition. And um, really, I would have liked it to have come out in May, but um, one way or another, what with being away and... Um, Travelling about, there just wasn't uh, the time to release as many episodes in May as I would have liked. So it became the first episode released in June. It was an episode I'd recorded with Toppy. Originally it was going to be, uh, well, an episode of the Smellcast and an episode of the Charlotte Podcast. And like a two-parter across our two series. But in the end, the timings didn't work out and I just put it into one big episode for the Charlotte Podcast. Which in a way, may have been for the best, because it really was one story, and it was just the half of it was set in Pickle Hollow, and the other half was, was set um, in the Charlotte podcast world. Uh, but, uh, well, it, it was all about the seven-year itch, um, which basically came from a load of fleas that Yeti Uncle John had brought home on an old coat that he bought from a flea market. Oh, dear, oh, dear. these are such big servings don't you think so yeti uncle john yeah but you know i've got a big appetite <laughs> oh of course uh, you do oh, my 
What an interesting coat you're wearing. It's quite hot, isn't it? Is it? Oh no, I've got the coat. I've got the coat. Oh, yes, this yes. is my purchase. I thought I've been shopping, Aunt Tappy, this year. I wanted oh. to get out of the topster's hair whilst he was doing uh, uh, his recording. So I, I went to uh, went down to some of the markets, some of the little shops. Uh, I bought a couple of trinkets to take back oh. with me. I mean, this is the first time I've been to Pickle Hollow like by myself, like for uh-huh. a holiday. I mean, uh, Isn't that uh, nice? yeah, it's very nice. So I, I, I was bought little trinkets but I, I've been looking for a coat like this for ages I was originally I was going to try and get a pea coat but I couldn't find one of them so I, I saw this one it's like an Afghan coat did you say pea coat well, well, well yeah yes yeah, Tabby what, what's a pea coat <laughs> well actually I'm not really sure um yeah Uncle John what's a pea coat it's uh, a coat that's been peed on I think so I decided oh not my to get god well, um, so I, I decided not to go with that. I, I, I've gone with the more the Afghan coat, day 60s style. I think 60s is going to be in this summer, so... Well, that's just what I wanted to say. I remember those that fashion from the 60s and early 70s. My, this must be quite old, yes. Yeah, yeah it's vintage, vintage. I got it from the uh, the vintage marketplace. Uh, around, oh, I can't, I can't tell you, but it's, 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 yeah, you probably know it, but I, just, yeah, I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, yeah, it's sadly what I wanted, but real bargain. It's a bit watery wearing it here, but... How many animals did they have to kill to make that thing? Oh, sassy. I don't know if it's going to say real. I'm sure it's fake. It's lots of you know this furry stuff. is definitely fake. But yes. It's got the right style. It's got the right style though. I think. Well, I think it looks lovely on you, but it's rather warm. Surely yeah. you don't want to have it on right well, now, dear. Well, um, well, the thing is, it, it, I, I, I kind of have to keep in it at the moment. What? Where it, well, it was so so warm that I've taken off my shirt and. Oh. Uh, uh, so I, I, I'll, I'll keep it on whilst I'm eating. It's fine. I'll, well, I'll, okay. I'll... Uh, you're perspiring. Uh, yes, anyways, well. I guess you know what's best. Yes, yes. Well, just keep it on if you if you must. That's all right, isn't it, dear? It's fine. Perfectly normal. Yeah. Oh, it's just, this burrito is yummy. Yeah, it's very nice. They do a wonderful job here at Jose Sideway. It's our favorite place to gather. Well, I recognise, uh, is that, uh, that's an August Evans on the wall, isn't it? Yes. Is that, is that one of the originals? I oh. think so. That's when he oh. was in his Dust Bunny phase. Oh, yes. Very nice. Yes, he painted Dust Bunnies. Isn't that yeah. wonderful? Very nice. Oh, oh boy. Next up, we have episode 644, Two Views of the Same Week. 1990 edition. This was an episode I recorded with Nick where we dipped into our 1990 diaries and we compared notes and sure enough I appeared in his diary and he appeared in mine. Uh, Although his entries are shorter than mine it was interesting to compare notes and added a bit to uh, our exploration of 1990 which I've enjoyed doing over the last year or 18 months. It's going to take a while I must say to get through 1990 but yeah there's no rush. Next up, we have episode 645, Looking for a Nick Replacement, which is exactly what we did. Um, you may gather from this title that uh, Ick didn't renew his contract, although there's a lot more to it than that. But whilst we worked out quite what we were going to do, we decided we needed a replacement for Ick. 
and we auditioned three different people and they were all well, quite characters, let's say. We did decide on one of them, um, although at the time we weren't sure whether we should have uh, thrown them all back and tried again. With no disrespect to the successful applicant. But uh, anyway, have a listen and you'll see who these <laughs> applicants were. I, I, I just tried. Oh, I think it might be time for the first person to come in. Uh, I've got uh, the first person here, Paul. Right. Um, uh, who, who do we have? Uh, his name is Francis Twitter. Uh, he, uh, uh, he likes dressing as birds. Right. Okay. Send, send him in. All right, Paul. Oh, uh, yes, Mr. Twitter, please come in. Hey, come on, come along. Hey. The boys want to speak to you. Ah, uh, hello, hello. It's so nice to see you. How are you? Uh, hello, Francis. Uh, my name's Paul, and uh, this is uh, this is Cromarty. We'll, we'll be uh, here. Um, Yeti Uncle John will be uh, taking notes. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Yes, well, it's a pleasure to be here. It is. Um, do you always? I mean, um, I don't know. Are you going to keep your your head on when when? Uh, uh, you, you speak to us. Is this whatever you prefer? I can move my head, if you like. It's a very wonderful costume. What sort of bird is that? It's a blue tit. A blue tit. Did you Did you hear that? Yes, I, I, we can hear you with your your blue tit head on, but um, well, it's up to you. I'll take my head off. I'll take my head off if you like. Because your uncle John has to better hear what you're saying. Oh, yes, I suppose you're right. Yes, I can't. I'll take that head off. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, what questions do you want to ask? He, he's, his voice still seems as muffled as it was before. It's just my natural speaking voice. It's a little bit muffled. Yes. Oh, well, that, that, there's no problem, no problem. So why do you want this job? You do know it's uh, only temporary at this moment. Yes, Uncle John, do you have the next person? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, uh, Muriel Hogg. Muriel Hogg. Okay. Does she dress like a pig? Paul. I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't know what what we've got here. Yeti Uncle John. Does she dress as a pig? No, no. She's dressed more like Mary Poppins. Oh, all right then. Uh, send her in. Bring her in. All right. Yeah, I think you're right about that, Mister Twitter. He's he was kind of strange. He left some strange deposits in the waiting room. Strange deposits? Oh. Yes, never mind. Uh, Mrs Hogg, please come in. Oh, oh, oh. oh hello, hello. Oh, 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 it's lovely to be here. Hello, my name's Muriel Hogg. Oh, yes. Uh, your house is very untidy. Uh, would you like me to tidy it for you? Well, um... Uh, if, if if you like, I mean, Toby um, does quite a good job. Oh yes, Toby, Toby. I think I might have met him. Oh, it's lovely to be here. Oh, I love your your house. Oh, thank you. It's very nice, isn't it? <laughs> yes, except that is very dirty, and I want to clean it. I want to clean it. Uh -huh. That's fine. That's that's if you want to. Yes, I'll clean it with my tongue. Really? Oh, gosh. Yes. This is the best way. It's the cleanest way. If you use your tongue. I think a hoover would be better. No, no. 
That's why God gave you a tongue to clean your house with. Really? I've never thought of it like that. Oh, yes, that's the best way. Absolutely the best way. Anyway, um, um, what do you want to ask me? Oh, uh, well, um, Muriel, uh, um, what, um, what do you know about the show? Why do you think you'd be a good fit? Oh, uh, because I like talking, yes. I mean, it's another thing you can do with your tongue. You, you, you flap it around when you speak. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a, a guy called, um, uh, Martin. We call him Sniffy Martin. Oh, why? Because he sniffs a lot. Oh, does he smell? Um, he, well, no, he doesn't smell. He, he smells, but he sniffs. He, he sniffs. Um, Paul is trying to say he likes smells. He doesn't smell himself. Well, I guess he does, but not not in a bad way. He likes to wear cologne. Oh, cologne. Hmm. Well, I suppose it would be quite a good set. Uh, um, if you have somebody who smells, uh, somebody who who um licks licks things. I could be Licky Muriel. L- Licky Muriel, yes. Yes. How well does your cat lick? How well does my cat lick? He's a pretty good licker. Yes, a pretty good licker is Dealey. He looks very old. He is quite old. He's actually an alien, but he he remains in the form of a cat because he's doing research. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I've met them types before. You have to be careful with them. They'll steal the margarine from your fridge. Will, will they? Yes. Yes, did you not know? Aliens love margarine. They love to lick it with their tongues. They have very long tongues, Some some aliens. Well, the person who you are temping for, he, he is an alien. Oh, did he steal your margarine? Um, not that I know of. He had his own fridge. He didn't really need to use ours. Oh, well. Oh, funny lot, though. Them aliens in them spaceships. Oh, I don't, I don't trust them myself. Oh, well, well um, ours was very nice, but... Uh... Oh, well... Maybe you should find somebody else uh, as well. You know, somebody with big ears. And they could be listening, listening Joseph or something. Oh, yes, that's very catchy. But at the moment, there's only one position. And, uh, um, yes, well, anyway, uh, please, Marjorie, uh, Muriel, I'm sorry, Mrs. Hogg. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Ha, ha, ha. Ah, that's a funny one. Oh, get your good John. Who do we have next? Uh, we have, um, uh, Ozymandias, uh, the talking duck. Ozymandias, the talking duck. Is he actually a duck? Well, yes, I think so. But he talks. Okay. This kind of sounds more hopeful. Yes, yes, I think, um, uh, a talking duck would be a good replacement for Eek, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, please, show him in. All right. He seems quite pleasant. Uh, okay. Oh, quack, quack, quack. <laughs> oh, quack, quack, quack. How are you? Hello. Uh, Ozymandias, is it? Oh, yes, quack, quack, quack. <laughs> oh, how nice. <laughs> um, oh, uh, oh, thank you. Uh, yes, please take the seat. Oh, quack, quack, quack. Oh, thank you. Oh, no. Oh, I love it. Oh, oh uh, uh, it's so nice to be in your podcast. Yes, it's so nice to have you. Um, uh, 
Do you have any questions? Oh, yes, quack, quack, quack. Um, uh, oh, I'm so interested to read about um, some of the other people I might be working with, quack, quack, quack. Uh, yes, there's this chick called John who you've met. Moving on, we reach episode 646. This was released on the 15th of June. It was called Chewing the Cud Over the Big Hits of 2000 and starred my friend Lee, um, who is one of the regular um, co-hosts of the podcast Chewing the Cud. And um, we've done a few episodes with him over the years. And this time we were talking about the big hits of 2000 on both sides of the pond. Now... The next number one, I, I guess we're almost talking about a vintage act at this point, because again, like Gabrielle, they've been around for you know nearly ten years by this point, or maybe not ten, but eight, seven. Um, it's o- Oasis with "Go Let It Out." Um, mm, I, do, I have I have no idea what that sounds like. I have <laughs> that's like most Oasis, <laughs> like a mixture of um, uh, status quo and. Um, uh, any other sort of band at the same time um yeah not, not one of my favorite racist songs i'd sort of lost interest in them by net by this point anyway but uh, um it was from their fourth album um but uh yeah i wouldn't even know how it, i wouldn't I, I would know some oasis songs but i'm surprised it was number one and i was mm. i didn't even know about it mm. um only for only for one week, but then you know, that's pretty much part of the course for this this year. But uh... next up, we have episode six hundred and forty-seven, Yeti Uncle John's artificial intelligence nightmare. This was all inspired by, um, well, Yeti Uncle John has seen me using one of those AI apps where you can make photos and and all sorts uh, using AI, and he found one himself completely different app to the one i've been using but uh well it caused all sorts of trouble um yeah as one can imagine with yeti uncle john you're just gonna have to change your phone number you know what if one of them does come over you say it's difficult to go from dimension to dimension but you know uh, it has been possible you don't know how to do it or you've forgotten how to do it but it's clearly possible because otherwise Ick couldn't have been kidnapped. Maybe one of your Yeti Uncle Johns lives in that dimension. Do you think you could find out? I, I, I don't think that's possible, Paul. I don't know. Oh, I don't know, Paul. I, I, I must admit, I'm completely bamboozled. I, I just wanted to tell somebody and I thought maybe, I don't know. What are we going to do about Ick? What are we going to do about your multiple personalities in different dimensions? As I say, change my phone number. Uh, block my Skype account. You can make a new friend. Oh, I don't think so. There's not room in the world for more than one Yeti Uncle John. Not not in this dimension, anyway. I, I thought it was a bit of fun, Paul. Well, I was expecting something bad, and this is kind of bad, but I can't really, I can't really fault you for it because I used a similar app, and as, as far as I know, I didn't create more versions of myself. But the app that you've used may have but how are you to know that you were just jumping on a bandwagon yes paul i was i didn't do this intentionally i know but it does bring up the issue doesn't it it does paul brings up the issue of poor old ick yes but i can't go to 
their dimension. I, I'm not physically capable at the moment. And I'm just hoping that Eek finds his own way out. We can't be held hostage like this. I, I'm pretty certain that a controller or somebody has got something to do with this. It just seems like it's happening to create plot lines. You know, it's very dramatic. I won't be pushed into doing certain things. Yes, Paul, but you have a responsibility for Eek. I wouldn't say I had a responsibility for him. Yes, you do, Paul. He's one of the regulars. I know he is. And you're going to have to unremember all of the horrible things he said. Because it wasn't him, it was the other version of Ick. It was the other dimensional version. I know. And, and the real Ick probably never wanted to even leave. Well, we don't know. We, we, we don't know quite when the swap over happened. Well, we'll have to see, won't we? It's no good, like, you know... This whole business with Ozzy the talking duck and stuff. Getting a replacement for Eek doesn't solve the problem. I know, I know it doesn't. I know. But as I've said, I hope Eek will find his own way back. Yes, but it's not... It's it's like, I don't know, a, a, a member of your family kidnaps one of your friends. You can't just say, oh, well, nothing to do with me. You know, but the, the other dimension, they are not my family. They're just people who look like me. And other people i mean you could say that for yourself because there probably is a version of you out there and we don't know the full story oh no paul well i still think getting a replacement for it just you know um hides the fact that there are other things going on it hides the actual problem all right maybe it does and you know who knows how ozzy will work out he'll be joining the show very soon and then we'll see well, I don't hold out a lot of hope. I know, I know. But you didn't come here to talk about it. You came here to talk about you. Yeah, that's true, Paul, but I don't think that there's much I can do about it. I just wanted you to know what happened. Well, I think you're going to have to change your phone number and you're going to have to um, just ignore them and hope they forget about you. Yeah, well, don't use uh, photo squish. Uh, that's what I say. Imagine there are other people out there doing the same thing, using their app, creating alternate versions of themselves that actually have a real life in another dimension. It could be chaos, Paul. I know it could be chaos, but what can we do about it? I can't sort every little problem out. You know, there there are problems happening every day. I, I'm, I'm not Superman. I'm not even Batman, and I'm certainly not Wonder Woman. I just haven't got the legs for it. Oh, wouldn't it be good? Wouldn't it be nice to be Wonder Woman? It would be very glamorous. I'd certainly... I'd certainly be up for it, but it's not going to happen. No. No. Well, I suppose you're right. What can we do? Next up, we have episode 648, Shayeti and the Britpop Brigade. Uh, this is actually an episode I'd recorded... Ooh. I think it was back in 2022. It, it was quite a, a while ago. I'd recorded it with Callum, and also uh, with a cameo from Harry. And, yeah... I was friends with both um, Harry and Callum during Britpop. And I went to a lot of gigs with Callum to see bands that you'd associate with Britpop, whether they liked it or not. And uh, there were some quizzes. Um, yeah, I don't know why it took me so long to release it. I guess we do have quite a lot of music episodes anyway. So it was more of a standby episode to be used when there was an appropriate gap for it to appear. But, uh, but I think it came out well. Next up, we have episode 649, released on the 28th of June, 2023. It's time to get randomly science fiction-y. 
Um, now, this was a random word episode, which became more than just that, uh, because we had the opportunity for Nick and I to talk with Toppy. So, so we did do a random word episode, but we also talked quite a bit in the middle of the episode about science fiction conventions that we'd all been to. Obviously, I've been to quite a few with Nick, and Toppy's been to a few with friends over in the States. As far as random words were concerned, we came up with steam, relationships, indulge, photo and reminder. And we also did some would you rather questions. Well, uh, my my friend Mannion and I, over the last couple of years, have repeatedly go to what we call the place that we dare not mentioned by name <laughs> and as soon as we say that we both know we're talking about the chinese buffet ah. which is open for lunch and dinner and it's kind of a bargain it's it's not expensive and you can eat all you want and there's a lot of selections although i have to say i'm not sure how many authentically chinese <laughs> recipes are in there we'll be chinese tonight. yeah we uh we were in a different city far away and we found a chinese buffet and we said oh our favorite thing we went in it was exactly the same <laughs> the same food prepared exactly the same way so obviously you know there's a company behind you know that provides these foods to any buffet Chinese restaurant that wants them. Anyways, you know, you do, you don't go to that place and come out slightly still hungry. You know, you go there and you eat. And, of course, we're always stuffed. And we always say, oh, I should have stopped 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> now, our last episode of June 2023 was episode 650, released on the 30th of June, 2023, and it was called Another Andrew Comes A-Calling. Um, now, this was my friend Andrew, who I've known for oh, over 30 years. He used to be a pen friend of mine. In fact, we had spoken to him before. We spoke to him and his daughter oh, a year or two ago, but this time he was in the country and he came over to my flat for a little natter a break from visiting family. Um, we talked about TV. He had a bit of a natter with uh, his Uncle John. And uh, one way or another, it was good to have him back. Andrew also made a number of appearances on Sutton Park back in the day. Uh, so he's kind of used to how weird my world can be. I think he coped, even though he doesn't have to live it on a daily basis anymore. Yeah, I think he coped. Um... I, I was I was on the show, and I think that you were sometimes on the show, but... I, I was one of the main guest stars, I think, yeah. Uh, you know, like, um, I don't know, on the Golden Girls or something, they'd have, yes. um, I don't know, Bruce, uh, no, Burt Lancaster or something. Yes. I was a bit like that. Oh, yes. I think you were Horner the Amphibian Man. Yes, that, yes. that was one of my oh. I, that was one of my most accomplished roles. I've yeah. seen some of your episodes, they always made me laugh. Yes, yes. Yes. It took I was about six hours in makeup for that. Oh, it was uh, yes. a tough gig, but uh, yeah, I'm glad that uh, you remember. 
Yes, yes. Well, you know, it's it's always um, nice to meet a fellow uh, actor from the yes, but from back in the day. Yeah. It's very noisy out there today. What's going on? I guess Uncle John's just had the magpies out, I think. But uh, I hear you met yet Uncle John. He's he's a nice soul, isn't he? Yes, 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 uh, yes. yes, yes. Um, we we discuss many many important matters. Yes. I hope he didn't try and sell you any of his knockoff T-shirts. He didn't tell me anything. No, which is good. No, yes, no. yes. Well, that's good. That means he must have really liked you because he usually tries to sell merchandise that have has gone badly wrong. Mm. But, uh, um. Uh, the 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 seance stuff's already, Andrew. If you want to come and sit in the middle of this pentangle uh, thing, in the middle, okay. Yes, because you've got to be astrally projected. Right. Okay. Have you got everything? Uh, yes. 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 Um, okay. Um, oh, I can hear the music coming again. Um, uh, listeners, uh, just just hang around for a moment or two more, and we'll project Andrew back to his his um, uh, home home city. Oh, this is going to be exciting. I've never seen this done before. Yeah, there might be a... Re- you do promise I'll, I'll be returned to the correct place. I won't be returned to some oh. ra- random island or no. mountaintop. No, it'll be fine. Are it'll be sure? fine. Are you sure? Because this pie is a bit... It looks a bit ropey, to be honest. No. No offence, but... No, no, and no. And no, pent- it, pentacle is a bit wobbly the lines no, aren't straight i know it's fine yeah, it'll, it'll be fine it'll, yeah it'll, it'll work it'll be fine right paul are you sure have you done this before uh yes many times i don't remember you doing it before anyway that's uh, pretty much it for the first six months we'll talk about the rest of the year in part two of this episode that's about all we've got time for that's the first six months of 2023 uh, covered and um, Levi you were very quiet but uh, uh, listening intently yeah listening intently adding to your your wisdom and um, um, I always find with like stuff information I think I've got to the age where there's no more space in my brain for new information so old stuff has to go out of my ears or, or, or be lost but I think you're probably still of an age where there is still room for new information. What do you think? I don't think so. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear, Levi. Well, I've got bad news for you because we're only halfway through the year, so we're expecting you to come back for part two. Um, I hope that will be all right. Yep, definitely. I'll be here. Good, right. Well, um, listeners, we'll say goodbye, uh, but we will be back for part two very, very soon. And, um, gosh... 2024 is upon us and um, hopefully Leroy will be here in 2024 as well but let's get the rest of 2023 done with first mm-hmm. okay um, take care listeners speak to you soon goodbye for now goodbye bye bye
uh, Levi. Um, I think you did very well to be sitting there for the whole of that episode whilst all those clips played. Um, but I have a few tips for um, uh, how you can pretend to be still awake when actually you are sleeping. Um, I have um, these little stickers. Uh, they, they, they look like eyes. So if you just, clo- just close your, uh, just close your eye- eyes. Okay, thank you. So I'm going to put one sticker over the eyelid and then another one on the other eyelid. And now, yes, yes, I think you look like you're still awake. You look, you look like um, you, are, you are watching, I think, you know. Um, so that is one of the ways that you can cope with uh, 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 having to put up with Paul talking at you for so many hours and things. But uh, I think you did very well because you didn't snore. <laughs> did you find it hard not to snore or or did you uh like stick something up your nose or um yeah pretty much yeah pretty much well um i think that that is the best way you main thing is you 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 um uh, he he won't even notice he's so busy talking about about things that he wouldn't notice so i think um the the uh, the the eye stickers. I can I can sell you a whole pack of them for only four ninety nine. So I mean that's a good idea. So yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll sort that out for you. Oh, I can hear the theme music coming. All I can say is I hope you can use some of these uh, ideas for when you come back for part two, um, uh, because there's just another six months to do. But uh, you you have to be alert, or at least appear to be alert. So, all right. Oh dear, oh dear. Good luck, Levi. Good luck. Thank you so much. I've got to go now. I don't care. Bye. I want to go. Bye. 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 Wow! Really? No kidding! Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. That's it. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh dear! (laughs) What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go! I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. That is so cringe, oh my god. You're a man of culture as well. <laughs> uh, Levi, it's me, Yeti Uncle John. I have some. Uh, I have some tips for you about how you can appear to be uh, awake when maybe you're not that awake. Um, it, it's called the self-prodder. It's, um, it's, it's this. It's, um, it's like a stick, basically. It looks just like a stick, but actually uh, it's more technical than that. Um, so when you're feeling sleepy, when Paul is speaking, um, you have to uh, just hold the stick and... Poke yourself in the side, and that will wake you up. Sounds painful. Yeah, try it. There you go. There's the stick. Hold the stick. Um, and now I'll pretend to be Paul. All right. 
I'm talking about some stupid old rubbish. Then you have to poke yourself in the stick. Make it... That's oh. that's right. Yeah. Yeah, try not Painful. to try not to try not to make it noticeable that you've, you're suffering pain. Though the main thing is you're still awake and he hasn't noticed. So you might have to. Uh, I can. I can. I'm afraid the um, the 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 pokey stick device does not come free. Uh, but uh, eighty five ninety nine, you'll find it's a bargain, and it comes with a free gag. So, um, but. but but as you see, a bit like I believe uh, Cromarty has been selling these uh, uh, eye stickers. Well, my gag has has a smiley mouse on mouse. <laughs> my my uh, this gag it has a smiley mouth on it. So you, you, if you're gonna you have to poke it's twofold. It's a lot more uh, cost effective. Well, not cost effective. It's bloody expensive. Um, it, it's a lot more effective because. Um, not only are you poking yourself in the side to keep yourself awake, but if if uh, you wear the, the 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 gag, it appears like you're smiling, and um, Paul will never know, and he'll never hear your cries of agony as you uh, as you paint. But um, uh, um, yeah, eighty nine ninety nine, and uh, um, I can give you a discount, and uh, it'll be just a hundred quid. So um, anyway, find a discount. Uh, Levi, I think you're being picky here. It's fine. Uh, I thought you were a wise man. But uh, anyway, anyway, I'll, we can speak about it later because I can see Paul coming. And um, right, better go. Lovely to speak to you, Levi. Uh, pleasure doing business with you. Uh, yes. All right. Um, uh, yes. Uh, Levi was was um. What was going on? What was he? I hope your uncle John wasn't trying to sell you anything because he tried to scam me. Was he? Oh dear. Um, well, uh, what what was he trying to sell you? Um, a stick. A yes. stick. What, Why was he trying? Like a walking stick, or, 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 or oh, not his poking stick. Uh, I've heard about this poking stick? No, don't don't buy a poking stick off your uncle John. You'll find it's made of rubber. It doesn't even work. <laughs> anyway. No, just I have to warn you about Yeti Uncle Johnny. He, he is the biggest scam merchant alive. But uh, anyway, uh, we really have to go now. So, um, well, anyway, I know you're looking forward to episode two of this two-part episode. But I'll be telling you the next um, all, all the episodes for the next six months. But, uh, I know you, I know you're very excited. I can see it in your expression. I, I, I can I can see your smiling face and um, and uh, excitement and things. So uh, let's let's get off and then we can come back and uh, yes, uh, more talking. Right, okay, let's go. Bye. Bye. Man, was that worth it or not? Oh my goodness, that was a darling little shoe. Thing I've ever heard.
Et voilà <rire>